High school football is on the air on 1230 KHAS. This is the Coach's Pre-Game Show, brought to you by Custom Pack at 601 West J Street in Hastings, where you're a neighbor, not a number. Now, let's go to the field for tonight's game. And good evening. Welcome to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHS in Seward at Concordia University as Hastings High getting set to take on the Seward Blue Jays tonight. We'll spend a couple of minutes with Hastings High head coach Charlie Shoemaker and coach uh, sitting at 2-2 two and two in the season right now. Uh, the take on the season so far. Well, you know, the two losses that we've had, I, I feel like we, we should have won those games and uh, we've played well. Um, but, you know, when you get to those all those good teams, you've got to play well for four quarters in order to win the game. Is that just how close this team is to maybe being a 4-0 entering this one? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we just we feel like we've left a lot out there in, in the two games that we've lost. And, um, you know, all you can do is just keep moving forward and, and hopefully you're getting better by the film study and all that stuff. Last week it was a couple of uh, special teams mistakes, a couple of touchdowns on blocked punts. They score uh, three touchdowns in about uh, two minutes of play. And you guys uh, were involved in a close ball game with Sydney, and things kind of got away from you in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it did. You know, all that being said, um, you know, we gave up those two touchdowns, and <clears throat> and we still had the ball with about a minute and 20 to go and down seven. So, um, you know, we were there, and, and we felt like we were going to be able to move the ball and, and score. Uh, but when you give up two touchdowns on, on special teams or, or any phase of the game like that in a short span like that, it's just tough to overcome. You guys talk about uh, winning all three phases every single week, offense, defense, and special teams. And that was a clear example last week where one part of that can come back to bite you. Well, you see it all the time. You see it on Fridays. You see it on Saturdays. You see it on Sundays. The special teams are, are big plays that just make a big momentum change, and, and that's kind of what happened in that game. And, um, you know, give a lot of credit to their guy, that the Rob kid that they had that blocked both of the punts. I mean, he, he was pretty special that night, and, um, you know, he made some nice plays, but we certainly helped him out by not doing what we were supposed to do. It was a loss to Sydney last week, but again, that was a 14-14 ball game going into the fourth quarter, so obviously you guys played well offensively and defensively last week. Yeah, we did. You know, the first quarter, we kind of owned the first quarter. It was 14 nothing, and then they came right back, and 14-14 to at half, and we missed a field goal right before half, so there was another opportunity, special team-wise, that we kind of struggled with, but... Uh, um, you know, it was just kind of we just kind of missed it. It wasn't uh, bad by any means, by anybody. But uh, uh, and then defensive struggle in the third quarter, and then both teams kind of got their got their things going in the fourth quarter. So, uh, you know, we're we're right there. And I've talked to our kids all year how how small the margin of of error is, especially in Class B. Um, and we've just got to find a way to get over the hump and, and get those wins. A little special effort this week on special teams? Yeah, you know, we spend 20, 25 minutes on it every day. So, I mean, it, it's nothing new. I think it's just cleaning things up. And uh, maybe we've gotten away with uh, not blocking well the last couple weeks. And, and Sydney was definitely battle-tested the last two weeks. So, uh, I think that might have had a little bit to do with it. And, you know, I think now we know where we're at and what we've got to do on that. Where are you right now offensively and defensively? We know about Vinny Schmidt making the plays at quarterback for you, but where are we? Uh, let's start with the offense, first of all. Well, you know, offensively, we didn't probably establish the run like we wanted to the other night, and uh, that's something we need to do a better job of. We've been pretty 50-50 all year, but uh, uh, you know, we were definitely more pass-heavy last week, and, and, you know, we're a little bit stronger in that area, but uh, uh, you still got to be able to run the football, especially as you get into November when you're, when you're in high school football. So, uh, you know, that's, that's an emphasis for us every week, and we've talked about it every week, and, and we just got to get better at it. Kay Dadler, your re- leading receiver. Connor Lauchs has added a new dimension to your, to your offense, stretching the field a little bit. Well, absolutely. You know, Connor's, Connor's the guy that needs to touch the ball even more. I mean, he's just uh, he's a dynamic player, and he does a lot of stuff for us in the return game. He does a lot of stuff for us on defense. 
Um, and we just need to get him the ball more on offense. He's, he's a pretty exciting player. So um, and we've got a lot of those guys that we just need to get him the ball, and they need to make those plays. You know, And that was the other thing. We probably didn't make some of the plays that we needed to make last week when we needed to make them. So we need to keep doing that. You're, you said you're a team that wants to run the football. Talk about the guys that are trying to carry the load for you. Well, you know, we've got Tate Pfeiffer at the fullback spot, and then Blaine, you know, we, we do a lot of different things with Blaine, and um, so he gets his touches, you know, and we just need to get better with those guys and um, and really establish the run a little bit and, and so we can get our play-action game going and not just straight drop back all the time. But, uh, you know, we run some jet sweeps so our receivers get involved a little bit because those guys can run too. So uh, we probably didn't uh, do that enough last week, and I don't know if it was on my part, maybe afraid of their speed a little bit, but uh, – yeah, we need to go out there and test people and see what they can do and just stay with it. On the defensive side of the ball, what are you getting done over there? You know, actually, I thought for the most part our defense played very well the other night. Uh, we gave up one long run. Uh, their fast kid, the Lineman kid, kind of got loose on us. We didn't take very good angles, um, and he kind of popped one. But other than that, you know, we really – I think we held them to 260 yards of offense. So – um, they're playing very well, and, and they need to continue to do that for us to be in the ballgame. Okay, we'll come, take a break and come back and talk about Seward as our pregame show continues after this. Where you're a neighbor, not a number, we're custom packed. This week at Custom Pack of Hastings, get USDA Choice Bonus Beef Arm Roast, only two eighty eight a pound. Fresh oven-ready ham loaf, just two ninety seven a pound. And tender meaty pork country ribs, only $1.69 a pound. It's all at Custom Pack of Hastings. At Custom Pack, you're a neighbor, not a number. Back with Hastings High head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Hastings on the road tonight in Seward as they get set to take on the Blue Jays, a team that has struggled a little bit uh, this year. They're sitting at 1-3 and three on the season, coming off of a win over uh, Skyler last week. Uh, what do you know about this bunch? Well, I tell you, they've played a very tough schedule, and that's, uh, you know, you say they've struggled a little bit. I think a lot of that the opponents are playing. So, um, you know, they've got some really good players, and, and, and they've got a, a mix of sophomores, juniors, and seniors playing. So, uh, you know, they're, they're definitely a team that uh, we're going to have to be ready for and we're going to have to play well in order to beat them. Joseph Kraus is uh, their quarterback. Looks like a, a lot of their offense uh, runs through him. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's really kind of a dynamic player. Um, you know, he, he kind of scares me throwing the ball. He's got some tall receivers to throw to, but uh, more than that is when he scrambles and then finds a guy that's open, and that's always tough when, when you have a dual-threat quarterback like that, that that can do something with it on the run. We have one ourselves, so uh, we know the trouble that that makes for defenses. So uh, we've got to make sure that the first thing we're going to do is stop the run, and, and then we've got to make sure that we're making a play on the ball and getting pressure on him. Obviously, he's a, a quarterback that's going to move around in the pocket a little bit. you, you got to contain him. you got to keep him uh, there in the pocket. Yeah, that's got to be part of your game plan. Otherwise, he can really hurt you. So, um, you know, what he's done well is, is he's able to find receivers as he's moving around, and that's, that's very difficult for our defensive backs. And, uh, and we've uh, stressed that all week. And, and our, our JV quarterback has done a nice job of giving us that look. This is a team that's uh, averaging more yards passing than they, they are rushing the football, but is, is this a team that wants to run the football if they can? Yeah, it seems to me that, that you know, they really want to run the football. I think they've just struggled. Like I said, the opponents they've played have, have been very good. So, um, you know, they want to establish that run. They're, they're very diverse. They, they do a lot of both. So, um, you know, that makes it tough defensively, and you've got to make sure you're getting lined up correctly and, and not giving them anything easy. And what are they going to show you on the defensive side of the ball? You know, they'll sit back in their 4-4, and, and they do some different things coverage-wise, but nothing that we haven't seen. So, um, you know, we've just got to do a better job of executing. And, and, and it really, 
it sounds simple, but it comes down to blocking and tackling and, and executing when you're when you're running your plays and running your defense. Really, at this point in the season, you've, you've seen pretty much everything offensively and defensively, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, there's no secrets. I mean, every, you know, the football coaches know what they're doing and they're watching the film. So um, if you think you're fooling somebody, you're not. I mean, there's no way you're fooling anybody in, in any league. So uh, you've got to – it comes down to execution. It comes down to, to the will of the players when it comes down to getting the wins. Coach, what else will they do uh, attacking-wise tonight? Seward, what else will they do that kind of scares us? Defensively, they fly to the ball very well. I think their linebacking crew is very good. They got two big boys in the middle that uh, really do a nice job, and they move well. Uh, so if we're not staying on blocks, then, then we're going to have trouble. So we've got to make sure that we do that, and, and that's something that we've continued to improve on. We haven't been the best at, but we need to be really good at it tonight. What are one or two things that we absolutely have to get done tonight to win this game? Well, the first thing is you can't turn the ball over, you know, and we did that. And I, I think just the big mistake, and that's uh, that's what's hurt us in the, probably the two games that we've lost is having that big mistake or two big mistakes. And a lot of times games are decided by about four or five plays, um, and we can pretty much pinpoint those plays um, in both of the losses. And really in the wins we've had, you can pinpoint those plays that would probably turn into a loss if you're playing a better opponent. So, um, you know, you've got to get rid of those things and just be consistent on both sides of the ball. Um, you got to tackle well, and you just got to take care of the football. All right, good luck Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for the Hastings Sign Tigers. Stick around, starting laps, play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Seward tonight on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Custom Pack at 601 West J Street in Hastings, where you're a neighbor, not a number. Stay tuned. Play-by-play is up next on Hastings' link to local high school sports. 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney High School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. Hi again, everybody. Welcome to High School Football coverage here tonight on 1230 KHAS. We're in Seward tonight following the Hastings High Tigers as Hastings High gets ready to take on the Blue Jays of Seward. I'm Mike Will. Call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Hastings coming in. A record of two wins, two losses on the season. Tigers opening up with that tough road loss to Scott's Bluff, 21-13. They came back to win two games over Skyler and Gehring, 46-3 and 42-6. And last week made another trip out west and lost to Sydney by the score of 35-28. Facing a team tonight in Seward that is 1-3 on the season, but tell you what, Seward, a much better football team than that 1-3 record might indicate. 
They've lost to some uh, heavyweights to start the season, losing to Crete in overtime 34-31. Then they lost to Waverly 28-25. They were shut out by a good Norris team 35 to nothing, and then coming back last week and knocking off Skyler 55 to nothing to win their first ball game of the season. So a big matchup here. Hastings Eye taking on the Seward Blue Jays tonight here at Concordia University in Seward as Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. And Jimmy, always good to be back here at uh, Concordia. We'll be here uh, later on this season for the Hastings College Concordia football game. But it's high school stuff tonight. I think we'll see a good matchup between Hastings High and Seward tonight. Yeah, we come walking in at just uh, kind of like a second home with a lot of these GPAC schools. We've been around here enough years to uh, to know where uh, where we're we're seating, and uh, we know our role when we go to these opposing schools, uh, the visiting sites. But, uh, yeah, going to be a good game here tonight. You know, you talk about uh, Hastings High being a 2-2 two two ball club, and they're uh, probably a couple blo- uh, block punts last week from a victory there and then played a very good Scottsbluff team on the road and only got beat by uh, seven points out there in uh, Scottsbluff. But you talk about the Seward Club, they get their win against Skyler, their first one. And, uh, Skyler, if you want a victory, you put Skyler on your roster. I think they've lost – what, 50-some games in a row now. It's uh, it's enormous. But, uh, yeah, but the losses earlier in the season for Seward were, uh, as you said, to some very good teams. They've got a good quarterback. They've got a balanced rushing attack. You talk about the two offenses, you put them together, really a mirrored look, very balanced offense. Uh, talking about total yardage uh, coming in, Seward averaging uh, up close to 300, Hastings high at almost 250. And the two quarterbacks are really similar uh, numbers as well. The Krause, the quarterback, has thrown for 682. Vinny's thrown for 654. So uh, really some uh, some well-balanced offenses. A couple of good teams here. I look for a, a good ball game here tonight in Seward. 86 degrees at game time here tonight. Going to be steamy for a while as the uh, sun is beginning to set. And that's the good news because it is shining right into the uh, press box facilities here. Winds will be out of the southeast at about 18 miles per hour. If you haven't seen Hastings Eye here this year, the Tigers in their, their new unis tonight. They've got their gray pants, their white tops, their gray football helmets, and their uh, orange emblem on the side, the big orange H on the side with the uh, black numerals and the orange trim. That is it. We've gone to gray all of a sudden. Yeah, unlike the uh, the old uniforms with uh, much more black and orange, uh, they've got the grays out there. I've seen their home uniforms on uh, film and stuff. So uh, a new look here for Charlie Shoemaker in his second year for the Tigers. So it's going to be Kate Adler dropping back deep for Hastings High. Blaine Dreer will also head back there. They're going to be inside their own 10-yard line. Hastings will be moving from our right to our left here in the first quarter of play against Seward High School. Plays their, their games here at the Concordia University. we got field turf on hand here tonight in Seward. Kicking the ball off for Seward is going to be Caden Glant. He's also going to be their uh, field goal kicker and their extra point kicker here tonight as he tees up the football. At the 40-yard line, the Seward fans are on the near side. The Hastings Eye fans are a good gathering down from town tonight. They're on the uh, far side of the field. Probably won't hear those uh, guys over there too much. Uh, that's a long way away from where we're at. Yeah, they've got a track. Uh, unlike uh, Lloyd Wilson Field where Hastings High plays their home games, there is no track there. So you've got the the, uh, the lanes of track here. And, and uh, we set a long ways actually from the field. So we're a, we're a long shot from the visiting crowd as we're about ready to get underway the Football is in the air here on Friday Night Football. All right, as a kickoff as Dreer is going to handle that one at the 8-yard line. Back quickly to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 down the sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 50. At the 40 of Seward, 30, 25, 20, 15. And he's knocked out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. 
So a great return by Blaine Dreer right off the bat for Hastings. Grabs that ball at the eight-yard line and scampers down the far side, 72 yards, and the Tigers in business early after the opening kickoff. Well, Dreer, a speedster on that uh, Hastings high squad, just got it about the 15-yard line, picked up a couple of blocks. He didn't have to do any uh, fancy dancing around there. It was just a full burst of speed up the right-hand side of the numbers, and he takes it all the way down inside the 15. They'll spot it down at the 13. Tigers in business early in this game. All right, wide receivers left and right. Vinny Schmidt is the quarterback. He hands the ball away across the uh, 10-yard line down to about the 7-yard line. So the Tigers getting their running game going here early. That's Tate Pfeiffer. He only carried the mail most of the night for Hastings High. Pfeiffer, a 5-foot, 8-inch, 175-pound sophomore. He had 273 yards coming into this football game here tonight. That was a pickup there of 6 yards as Pfeiffer moves the ball down close to the 7-yard line. Ball is midway between the side stripes here. Two wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. One wide out, wheel to the right. Pfeiffer in the backfield behind Vinny. They fake the ball to him. Schmidt wants to throw. He is hit, and down he goes back here at the 16-yard uh, line. Vinny Schmidt is knocked down in the play. Coming on the blitz that time was Logan Craig. Craig is six foot one, 185-pound senior. Gets him by the shirt tail and spins him down back here at the 15-yard line. That was a sack, and now he's seeing Zion looking at a third-down situation. Too much pressure, and Vinny usually pretty good on his feet and able to elude traffic like that, but not able to get out of the uh, big meat hooks of the defender coming in there, getting a hold of his jersey up around his shoulder pads. That was a loss of uh, nearly 10 yards, so it's going to bring up a third down. We'll call it third and 13, the ball on the 15-yard line. Wide receivers left and right again. Vinny wants to throw, sets up a little screen. It's going to be caught here. Now the ball is loose, and it's going to be recovered here by Seward. They get the ball right into the center of the field. That was Alex Schrock with the ball. He coughs it up, and right there was Nate Beerbaum, a big defensive tackle, five foot ten, two hundred and sixty-five pound senior, falls on the pig. So they let that nice kickoff return by Blaine Dreer go by the wayside. The Tigers. Turned the ball over at the 11-yard line of Seward. Well, they start out with a nice trap play to Pfeiffer. He takes it seven yards down the field, gets it inside the 10, and then try to throw the football. And that one there, just a fumble there by the receiver, Schrock. Not what Charlie Shoemaker wanted on this first drive. Here's Krause. The ball's going to be deflected. It's going to be right into the hands of the Tigers, and they take it into the end zone for the touchdown. Austin Craig gets the deflected pass. It was right at the line of scrimmage. Somebody else knocked it down, Jimmy, but it goes right into the hands of Austin Craig. He scampers five yards for the Tiger touchdown, and Hastings goes out on top by a score of six to nothing. I think that might have been Zane Bender in there. It was a big target on the right side of the formation of the defense come in there, and uh, as soon as the uh, quarterback, Krause, tried to throw that, he deflected Craig Johnny on the spot, takes it in from about eight yards out. The Tigers now on the board. So Hastings, after failing... On their offensive possession, they get one on defense, and now the PAT is up there and good. So Hastings High will uh, score first here in this football game. Ten minutes and 26 seconds to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 7 and Seward nothing. I grew up in India and then did residency in three different countries. I've always wanted to be a doctor and then... While I was in medical school, I saw this 25-year-old woman with two little children diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a life-shattering experience for her and her entire family. Then helping her get through it, that was very challenging and fulfilling to me. Mary Lanning Hospital has everything to offer, bringing the best possible care to the people here in their community 
I'm just very happy to be here and to be able to help each and every patient that walks through the door and bring a smile to their faces. I am Shamila Gark, Medical Oncologist at Morrison Cancer Center. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Seward. Hastings High has got the lead 7 to nothing. Here's the kickoff. Ellenson brings the ball back here for Seward as he brings it up to the 31-yard line, and that's where the Jays will start. So Zane Bender came off of the edge on that last play there for the Hastings High Tiger defense. Got his big meat hooks up there. Jimmy swatted the ball away, went right into the hands of Austin Craig, and he stumbles eight yards for the uh, first touchdown of the ball game. So Hastings, after unable to stick it in there offensively after a, a nice kickoff return, they rise to the occasion on defense, and they've got to lead 7 to nothing. Yeah, first big play of the game, and uh, for the big guy, Austin Craig, a big guy in there at the defensive lineman, you don't get many opportunities. When you get a football in your hands inside the 10-yard line, you better make it count. And you had a little dance in the end zone. you got to be careful nowadays. You'll get a flag for that. But uh, Austin Craig with a nice uh, touchdown return after the block from Bender. Now we got a penalty on the play, the kickoff. That's going to be a personal foul on Seward. So they'll mark off additional yardage here from the 32. All right, so they brought it out here to the 32, but that's going to be marked off against the Jays. And it's going to be a personal foul, so they're going to move the ball all the way back to the 17-yard line. So the Seward Blue Jays will start deep in their own territory here. All resting right at the 17-yard line. Their quarterback again is Joseph Krause. He's just a sophomore. He's thrown for 682 yards. He has rushed for 104 yards. The Tigers would really like to put some pressure on him tonight, and they did in that first offensive play of the night. There's a handoff there across the 20 out to the 22-yard line. Running the football there for Seward is going to be a Corbin Ruth who gets the start here. Corbin Ruth gets the start at uh, tailback as he moves it out to the 21-yard line. So they get most of that penalty yardage. Well, it's going to be a second down situation. Second down at about seven yards to go. He picks up three in that last play after the uh, penalty brought it back. Here's a Ruth again across the 20, and he's going to be hit at the 22-23-yard line. Takes an awful left tackle. Not much there. Blaine Dreher is in on the stop for the Hastings High Tiger defense. So now two running plays for Seward after their first pass was intercepted. So two running plays on this series. And now the Jays looking at third down, three yards to go. The ball is out here to the 24-yard line. They got to bring it to the 27 for the first down. Seward will send wide receivers to the left and to the right. Joseph Krause will be in the pistol set now with one running back. And they uh, give the ball away to him. 25, he's at the 30-yard line. Bust forward to the 35. He'll have a first down and more as he brings the ball out all the way to the 38-yard line. So a nice run there by the uh, Seward Blue Jays. That was a Connor Ruth, I think, carrying the ball there as he brings it up to the 38. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down for the Jays as they bring it to the 38. So we're moving from our left to our right here in the first quarter. He sings high with the lead, 7 to nothing. Trips sent out wide to the right side. They throw the ball out here. It's going to be caught. He grabs the ball at the 35 across the 40, out to the 45-yard line before he is finally brought down into play. Pass completion there goes to a Corbin Ruth again. Tackle is made in there by the Hastings High Tigers. That was a bender again downfield for the Tigers, making the stop. But again, there about six yards in the play, second down and four yards to go. Seward has got the ball down at their own 44-yard line. Two wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. One will come to the right side. And have two running backs now in the backfield behind uh, 
Joseph Krause as he waits for the snap. He just throws the ball to the far side. Caught there at the 41. Scampers forward across the 45. Out to about the 46-yard line. They swing that ball out to Logan Craig out there. Tackle is made by Denny Schmidt coming up from his defensive back position to make the stop. And now Seward is looking at a third down situation. Third down and about two. Hastings should have had that one stop for a loss of yardage. They're just not very good tackling here on the first set of downs for this Tiger defense. They're allowing too many yards in the uh, running backs and receivers falling forward. It's going to set up a third down, a short third down, and nearly two here right about midfield. There's a pitch to uh, Ruth. He's got the uh, first down as he brings the ball out to the 50-yard line. Just a simple pitch play to the uh, right side as Ruth takes the ball. This is Connor Ruth. He takes it to the 50-yard line. That's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down here for the Jays. So now they're moving the ball against this Hastings Tiger defense. Second first down of the drive here for the Blue Jays as they get the football out of close to the uh, near side hash right at the 50-yard line. Those the football. First and ten here for Seward. All right, Kraus winning for the snap. He's got it. Backs up. Pumps once. Now throws the ball on the far sideline. It's overthrown. Had a man out there. Overthrew uh, Logan Craig down there at the 40-yard line of Hastings High. Back there in coverage for the Tigers. Vinny Schmidt, Blaine Dreer for the pass delivered high by Joseph Kraus. He's been hitting 58% of his, his uh, tosses so far this year. He's got six touchdowns, only one interception. 7 or nothing is the score. Hastings High out on top here in high school football action tonight. The Tigers scoring on an 8-yard interception return on a uh, pass by Austin Craig, a defensive lineman. Getting the Tigers on the scoreboard. Here's another handoff. Krause gives the ball away to Ruth. He's hit once as he falls forward out to about the 46-yard line. Again, Blaine Dreer out of the stop there. This is Connor Ruth carrying the ball. He's a 5'11", 195-pound junior for the Jays. Now Seward looking at a third down situation again. Third down and eight yards to go. They move the ball into Hastings High territory. They've got it down here at the 47-yard line as the sun begins to set behind the, the trees on the far sideline. That's good news for you and me. Oh, I tell you what, it was a it was a hot and balmy press box before the sun started to set. It was pretty toasty up here. Third down for uh, Seward. Third and eight from the Tiger 47-yard line. Krause wants to throw, sets up a little screen. Is caught there by Ruth to the 50. He's at the 45. Breaks open to the 40. 35. Breaks outside 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. On a simple screen pass, they go 47 yards for a touchdown, and Seward is within a point away from tying this baby up. 47-yard touchdown pass from the quarterback, Krause, and again, he just swings it out to the left side. Three Tigers had a hand on him. They weren't able to bring him down, and when you have poor tackling, that's going to lead to a lot of yards and some big plays, and that's what uh, Seward did. They struck there on a big play, 47-yard touchdown pass, and we'll see Seward line up here, and they will, well, they lined up like they were going to go for two. They will uh, line up here in a traditional PAT, and uh, they'll kick it here. With 6.48 left to go, in the first quarter, it is Tiger 7, Blue Jays 6, but we're waiting on a PAT. Uh, Glant is into the ball game. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes sailing for the uprights. It is good. So Seward comes right back to tie things up on a 47-yard screen pass to uh, Connor Ruth. They get the PAT, and now with 6 minutes and 48 seconds to play in the first quarter, we'll take a break with a score, Hastings 7 and Seward 7. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. All right, 7 to 7 is the score. Hastings and Seward. Here's the kickoff, and it's going to be returned by a short man this time at the 20-yard line, back to the 25-30, 35, out to about the 40-yard line. Returning the ball there was uh, Luke Wilkie for uh, Hastings High. So that time they decide not to go deep to Blaine Dreher and Kate Adler as Blair, uh, Blaine Dreher returned the ball 72 yards on the uh, first kickoff of the night. That time it was uh, fielded by Wilkie, so Hastings High getting good field position here. They'll start this drive with their own 40-yard line. So Vinny Schmidt, the offensive unit, back out there. They got some wide receivers to the left. Two wide receivers go off to the left side. One will go to the right. Schmidt calling the signals. He hands the ball away. That's going to be uh, Pfeiffer. He's going to be stacked up. Pfeiffer's uh, stacked up on the play. Look at the blue shirts getting in there. Making the stop it was Antonio Gonzalez, but he had a lot of help. Gonzalez, 6'3", 195-pound junior. Hastings St. Cecilia out on top of Wood River, 20 to nothing. There in the second quarter at Duncan Field. Ord has jumped out on top of the Adams Central Patriots. They're in the first quarter in Ord tonight. Shannon clears 8, and the Patriots nothing. 7-7 seven to seven is the score here. Hastings high in Seward. Tigers looking at second down. Second down, 12 yards to go from their own 39-yard line. They swing the ball out. Dreher's got it at the 40. Can't shake the tackler. Down he goes as Dreher goes down right here at the 40-yard line. Good tackle there by the Seward Blue Jays. And coming over to make the stop was Jake Reeves. Reeves, six foot two, 180-pound senior, the safety for the Jays. Dreher didn't go anywhere. He got it back to the original line of scrimmage, and now the Tigers looking at third down and ten. Well, and then he's going to try to get it to Dreher as much as he can, get him in open space. Uh, as we've seen, he's got that tremendous speed on that opening kickoff return. But uh, Vinny and the troops looking at third and ten here. Now Vinny sprints out right side, holds the ball. He's under pressure. Look out. Vinny is hit. Vinny is uh, dancing away. He's still got the ball. And Vinny Smith goes down at the 18-yard line. Spun away from uh, three defenders, but finally they bring him down back there at the 18-yard line, finally putting the clamps on him was a Sam Perry. Perry, a defensive tackle, 5'11", 250 pounds, and a senior. That drive went nowhere, Jimmy, and it's now fourth down and a mile and a half with the Tigers. The ball is back here at the 29-yard line. Well, and the Tigers' offensive number is not very good. You take that Craig interception return away, and uh, the Tigers haven't done anything. The offensive line's getting handled at the uh, line of scrimmage as Coral dropped back deep here for Seward, and we'll have this play stop by Hastings was in motion, I believe, as they... They blow this one dead, so the officials make the call over here. It was fourth down and long for Hastings uh, High. Illegal procedure is fourth and 21, so that's going to back him up five more yards. We're in the first quarter, four minutes and 58 seconds to play. We're at Concordia University in Seward tonight. Hastings High and Seward squaring off in this fifth ball game already of the 2016 season. Tigers will be penalized five yards here, and Hastings High will uh, be in punt formation. As they drop back now to their own 10-yard line, Dreher will also do the punting for Hastings High. He gets this one away. Angles off to the uh, far side. It's going to go out of bounds up around the uh, 45, 46-yard line of Seward. So no return for the Jays, but great field position for the Seward Blue Jays after the Hastings High offense unable to get anything going in their second offensive series of the night. 
Seward will take over at the 46-yard line. That's their own 46, but they're in great field position right here. They were very successful in that last drive, getting in the end zone on a 47-yard screen pass to Connor Ruth to tie things up. So now the Jays have the ball on their own 46-yard line. Ball's on the far side, Hash. Hastings High will show a four-man front here defensively. Wide receivers left and right with two running backs in the backfield now. Krause, he's going to hand the ball away. A hole across the 50-45 and tripped up. It was just a step away from going the distance there. That's David Breeze carrying the ball. So Breeze, a 5'8", 165-pound freshman carrying the ball there. He had 30 carries, 88 yards, one touchdown coming into the football game here tonight. He picks up nine on that play. He moves the ball into Hastings High Territory down to the 44-yard line. Second down in the yard. Breeze gets the call again. He's got the first down across the 40, down to the 39-yard line. Another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Tackle is made in there by Michael Shaw for Hastings High, the linebacker. Shaw, 5'9", 185, and a junior for the Tigers. But they move the six. Seward's done a good job running the football against Hastings High in this first quarter. Third first down of the uh, quarter for Seward, and uh, Hastings better get some things shirt up on that off that uh, defensive front. Here's a breeze again. Looks inside, and then he's tackled here as he breaks outside. Blaine Dreer, nice tackle there for the Tigers defensively as Breeze is right down on the play after about a four-yard pickup. Looked inside and bounced outside, and Blaine Dreer just got his, his hands on him there and tripped him up. He's fall, he falls forward to the 36-yard line. But I'm going to keep an eye on Dreer. He's really holding that right arm. He came in there and made a hit. On the running back, and uh, he's a tough kid, but he's really holding that right side. Don't know whether it's a shoulder or an arm, but uh, he's in some pain. Wide receiver splits out wide to the left side. That's Logan Craig now. Wide receiver will come to the right side of the formation as well. Grouse turns, fakes, now rolls right side, holds it, holds it, now throws it. The pass is off of the fingertips of his intended receiver down here at the five-yard line. Getting his hands on the football for Seward was Brent Meyer. Meyer, just a sophomore here on the near sidelines, Jimmy. He had the ball in his hands. It falls out at about the five-yard line of Hastings. Incomplete pass. Yeah, Krause rolling towards the Seward bench and uh, seeing his receiver wide open downfield. He just threw that one just past the outstretched hands. He was not able to bring that one in. It wouldn't have gone in for a touchdown, but it had been a uh, first and goal for Seward. Falls incomplete. Third down. Call it seven yards on the 36, 326 left to go here in the first quarter. Wide receivers split out to the left side, and they're going to run a running play off of left tackle, and that didn't get too much there. Just a couple of yards as they move the ball down to the 35-yard line, carrying the mail there for Seward was a Connor Ruth. They've had a plethora of running backs in here in the first quarter of play. Ruth is brought down after a two-yard gain. That makes it fourth down now. Fourth down and about five yards to go for Seward. They're going to be in putt formation here from the Hastings High 35-yard line. Punting will be Logan Craig for Seward. Good snap to him. He gets the ball away. High kick. That's going to bounce about two yards uh, deep in the end zone. So Hastings High will get it on the touchback. You're listening to high school football coverage here tonight on 1230 KHAS. Also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Hastings and Seward battling here tonight at Concordia University in Seward. Hastings has uh, had a couple of possessions here. Vinny is uh, 2 2 passing, but they also had a fumble. Schrock fumbled the football away down inside the 10 yard line. Then just one pass completion to uh, Dreer for one yard. The rushing, four attempts, 18 yards 
in the negative. They've had uh, one sack on Vinny. That was a, a loss of 11. Now we're going to have a timeout on the field with 2.48 left to go. All right, timeout on the field brought to you by Hess Auto Body and Hastings. They're at 208 West South Street. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll have more after this. Where you're a neighbor, not a number, we're custom packed. This week at Custom Pack of Hastings, get USDA Choice Boneless Beef Arm Roast, only $2.88 a pound. Fresh oven-ready ham loaf, just $2.97 a pound. And tender meaty pork country ribs, only $1.69 a pound. It's all at Custom Pack of Hastings. At Custom Pack, you're a neighbor, not a number. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Seward. We have a tie ball game, 7-7 seven to seven between Hastings and Seward tonight. Vinny Schmidt with the ball, hands it away. Crashing forward for a couple of yards is uh, Pfeiffer again. Line of scrimmage was the 20. Pfeiffer got into about the 22. Tigers had a tough time running the football a week ago in their ball game against the uh, Sydney Red Raiders. They worked a lot on the uh, running game in practice this week, hoping to improve that. They switched some things around blocking schemes and things like that, but so far we haven't seen it here. Second down, nine yards to go. Again, of only one yard in the last play. As Hastings has inched the ball out to the 21-yard line, now they hand the ball away to Kate Adler on a little reverse. He's at the 20-25 and brought down at the 26-yard line. So Adler started off as a wide receiver off to the right side. Comes back on the little reverse play, grabs the ball, and he was tackled here by Seward. Coming around the left end and making the stop for the Jays was Max Perry at that time. Area 5 foot 10, 190 pounds sophomore for the Jays. Third down now for Hastings High. They got the ball on their own 26 yard line. 7 to 7 is the score between Hastings and Seward here tonight. Ball's on the near side. Hash. Again, they come in motion back toward Vinny. They fake the ball to him. Now a pass down the field that's going to be overthrown. Had a man out there. That was Alex Schrock again. Vinny overthrows him in a little bit, and the Tigers go three plays and out. Enough to punt the football on fourth down and five yards to go. Well, and again, when your quarterback can't set his feet, he's throwing from his uh, back heels. It makes it very tough to complete a lot of passes, and Vinny has just been uh, beat up back there. They've been able to get a lot of pressure on him. They were all over him again there. He was forced to throw that one away, and it went long for Schrock out about midfield. So now it'll be Hastings punting away again. It'll be Core standing about the 35-yard line. Tie ball game here in Seward with 136 left to go in the quarter. All right, Dreer will stand at his own 13 now. So he gets the ball away. Not a very good kick. Bounces at the 42 of Hastings. Comes out to a midfield into Seward territory at the 48-yard line. Got a short kick there by Blaine Dreer. We'll call it uh, about 25 yards or so. Just did not get into the football, Jimmy. That was ugly. That was kind of a low hanger. Just cleared the uh, offensive lineman there. Yeah, nearly uh, caught uh, one of them in the helmet there as it uh, went squirting along the Secondary there along the near side hash. It does get across midfield. They'll spot it down at the 48-yard line. 129 left to go in the quarter. Seward with uh, yet another series. They've been able to move the football against the Tigers, rushing the football in between the tackles. We'll see what they elect to do here. All right, they're going to set up in the I formation this time. As they hand the ball away to Root, he just crashes forward across the uh, 50. Inside Tiger territory to about the 47-yard line. There's two Roots out there for the uh, Seward Blue Jays. This is uh, Corbin. They also have uh, Connor. Corbin Ruth carrying the ball there as he moves it from the 48-yard line of Seward to the 49-yard line of Hastings High. Is Doctor on the sidelines? Dr. Ruth? Dr. Ruth? I knew you'd say that. Second down here. Second down, seven yards to go for Seward, and the penalty flag is down as Seward 
centers the ball right there. It looks like it's going to be a penalty here on the Jays. Illegal procedure is going to be the call on the Seward, so that's their first penalty of the night. Brings them back in their own territory. Now the official is going to confer. Basing's eye jump up there. Can be offsides. Nope, offsides on the Seward. Offsides call on the Seward. They signaled Hastings and then went back the other way. They had a tough time ruling that one there. That's second penalty on the Blue Jays here tonight. All right, so they're going to move the ball back inside Seward's territory. Puts it back down to the 46. Seward looking at second down at about 12 yards to go. Found in the offset eye with wide receivers left and right. Krause fakes the ball, winds up, throws the ball downfield. The man is out there, caught at the 15-10-5 touchdown. Logan Craig all alone, Jimmy, burns the uh, Tigers secondary. Back there for Hastings High in the area was Luke Wilkie, but that baby was thrown right on the money by Krause, and that was an easy touchdown. For Logan Craig, that is his third touchdown of the season. He was the leading receiver coming in with 248 yards. Well, you can add 54 onto his total. Is that what the uh, pass and catch traveled there? Boy, Seward lighting uh, the Hastings defense up now. Krause already with over 100 yards of passing. And the Blue Jays take a lead, 13-7, to with 43 seconds left to go here. And the Blue Jays will attempt the point after. That was just way too easy. Krause threw a beautiful pass, and, and Craig able to just run right underneath of it. There's the extra point. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes sailing through the uprights. It is good. So Seward scores on a 47-yard screen pass, and they score on a 54-yard bomb down the right sideline. Joseph Krause to uh, Logan Craig. The Jays have the lead. 43 seconds to play here in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Seward 14, Hastings High 7. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. Get more than you expect. That old bed of yours still got you tossing and turning at night? It's time to invest in better sleep. Let Furniture Direct in Hastings and a Simmons Beautyrest mattress provide you the solution. With a Simmons Beautyrest mattress, you'll get the legendary support of the pocketed coil technology plus air-cooled memory foam for a cool, comfortable sleep. Get more than you expect with free local delivery with any Simmons Beautyrest mattress set purchase. Sleep in comfort again with a Simmons Beautyrest mattress from Furniture Direct in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Here's the uh, kickoff return here by uh, Hastings High. Out across the 25, out to the uh, 29-yard line. Bring the ball back that time. Connor Lounge for the Tigers. So Connor gets a chance to return a kick there. He brings it up here, and they'll spot the football. So the Tigers are down in the ball game now by a score of 14-7. They score first on a defensive touchdown. The Jays come back with two quick scores. Well, and Hastings offensively with minus 11 total yards here in the quarter. Just one through the air for Vinny. And it's minus 12 on six rush attempts. One sack credited to the Seward defense on Vinny here in this ballgame. But the Tigers have not been able to move the ball. Here's a handoff. They take it right up the pipe with Pfeiffer across the 30. Out to about the 34-yard line. So Pfeiffer carrying the ball to the 34. We'll give him a pickup of five yards in the play. This one with a counter play right up into the center portion of the offensive center as they bring the ball to the 34. Now in the final seconds of the first quarter, we're down to 15 to play. Hastings moving from our right to our left here in the final seconds of this ball game. 
Now looking at a second down, Vinny up to the line of scrimmage. Two wide receivers split out to the right side. Vinny runs the play. He has the ball, throws it far side. It's caught. That's Louse with the ball, but he's tackled right there at the 41. Going to be enough for a first down, I do believe. Yeah, a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he brings it out to the 41-yard line. Nice completed pass there. Vinny Schmidt to Connor Lux, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter of play. One quarter of the books tonight. High school football action from Seward. We'll take a break with a score. The Seward Blue Jays 14, the Hastings High Tigers 7. Hastings Utilities encourages its customers to use precious water supplies wisely. Only water lawns and shrubs when they show signs of needing moisture. Watering in the early morning hours allows more water to soak in and less to evaporate. Give the lawn a good soaking when you do water. Watering lightly on frequent occasions prevents grass from developing deep roots and makes lawns more susceptible to disease. Hastings Utilities, a municipally owned utility serving the community of Hastings and area customers, including Junietta, with reliable, dependable service. Tamco understands that you have a lot to consider when buying a new roof. That's why we offer Tamco Complete, to make the whole process smoother and easier. It starts with our extensive selection of cuts and colors and continues with the best shingle limited warranty available at no additional cost. The right cut, color, and coverage. Get it with Tamco Complete. For more information, stop by Square Deal Lumber and Hardware in Holstein or check them out online at squaredeal.com. 12:30 KHAS. There's a little reverse run to uh, Connor Lox again on a first and 10 for Hastings from their own 40-yard line. And Lox is going to be uh, stacked up as he gets outside toward the numbers. There are no gain in the play, second down and 10. Look at some first quarter numbers brought to you by the food cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street. Shop the food cupboard and save big today. For the Blue Jays in that quarter, I told you about the uh, big numbers, 158 yards of total offense, 109 through the air, 49 on the ground, three first downs for Seward for Hastings, a dismal first quarter, seven through the air, minus six on the ground, just one yard, one first down, and a second down and 10 for the Tigers. Hastings High will keep the ball on the ground, and that's going nowhere. They're throwing for a couple of yard loss. Running the football there for Hastings High, some new guys in there now. That's going to be a Wilkie carrying the ball there. He lost three yards in the play. Maybe close to the two. It's called third down and 12 yards to go. But the Tigers, again, having a tough time rushing the football against the Seward defense. Only bright spot for the Tigers so far is uh, Tate Pfeiffer with four carries and 13 yards. Again, the Seward defense has uh, been in the backfield more than the offensive run, uh, running backs for Hastings High here tonight. They have put a lot of pressure on Vinny when he has thrown. We've got a play stopped here. But Vinny's had a lot of pressure on him, and the backs have had a hard time just getting started out of the backfield. Bender and Connor Longs with a wide receiver split to the left side of the formation. I think one of those guys moved. That's going to be an offsides on Hastings. That's going to cost him five yards. So instead of third down and 12 yards to go, it's third down and 17 now. Hastings moving from our left to our right here in the second quarter of play where Concordia University and Seward tonight. The Seward Blue Jays out on top of Hastings High 14 to 7 here in the second quarter. Vinny Schmidt, wide receivers all over the place. He wants to throw the ball. He sets. Then he surveys the field, now being flushed out of the pocket. Then he holding the ball, he throws it. It's going to be caught here. Down to 43, across the 45 to the 50, inside two of territory, down to the 48-yard line. That baby was nearly picked off, but it gets into the hands here of a uh, Tiger receiver. And grabbing the ball there for Hastings Eye was uh, Kate Adler. He moves the ball into Blue Jay territory. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. 
That was very, very close to going back the other way. Yeah, that went right back, right through the hands of the defender. He jumped uh, right in front of Adler, and Adler had his hands out there, and he's like, hey, look what I got. I'll take the football downfield. 16 yards later, Cade Adler's got a first down at the 50-yard line. That is the second first down for the Tigers. Now they've got a little drive going. Man goes in motion off to the far side. Then he sprints out left. Now he's being pressured again. Vinny running for his life across the 40. He's at the 45-50, and then he is ducked as he comes into a sewer territory. Benny Schmidt hit on the play after uh, scrambling there. Putting the uh, big hit on there for the uh, Seward Blue Jays that time was uh, Brock Lavelle, who's into the ball game now. Lavelle, a 5'10", 180-pound junior. Knocks Vinny Schmidt down at about the 48-yard line, so all that running in a net of two yards in a play. Well, Vinny's pretty nifty back there. He's got some uh, good feet, but he's the last guy you want uh, carrying the, the football. That's what happened to him last year. He just got beat up at the end of the year. He got knocked out of the uh, out of the last few games, and Vinny got beat down to the ground there after a two-yard game. There's a Schmidt going to hand the ball away to Pfeiffer, and that one is going nowhere. Boy, the Seward defensive line is really controlling the uh, trenches here in this first half of play. Pfeiffer trying to take it off left tackle right there, and he runs right in to big number 78. That is Nate Ber- uh, Beerbaum. Beerbaum is 5'10", 265 pounds, and a senior. Brings him down for a two-yard last third down and 10. Well, and you're really seeing it on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Hastings' high lines are struggling at best right now against uh, this Seward Blue Jay football team. They are getting in there, putting a lot of pressure. Pfeiffer, as soon as he got the handoff, was met. Two yards deep in the backfield. It'll bring up a third and ten here as Vinny will throw. Vinny backs up. He surveys the field again. Now he's under pressure. Vinny gets away from some defenders, gets away from another one. He's still got the ball at the 40-45. Now he's going to run 50-45 on his feet to the 40-yard line. And that's about where he had to go to pick up the first down. That's going to be close. I think he's going to be just short in the first down. So Vinny again was in trouble running for his life. He got away from two or three defenders there for Seward. And he takes the ball very, very close to the first down stakes here. They're going to spot it at the 41. They're going to take it to the 40 for the first down. And I think you go for it here. Vinny Schmidt, what a great job of eluding traffic. He had a lot of penetration again from the Seward defensive front, forced him to the far side of the field. A couple of nifty moves over there. Was able to get it nearly to the first down. Sticks at the 40-yard line. He's a yard short. Charlie wants to talk about it. All right, timeout. Brought to you by Hess Auto at 208 West South Street in Hastings to get your vehicle looking good. With every little timeout, we'll be back with more after this. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. 1230 KHAS. On our score, Hastings St. Cecilia leading Wood River at Duncan Field tonight, 20 to nothing. They're in the second quarter. Adam Central has scored. Ord has got the lead over the Patriots by a score of 8 to 7. They're in the second quarter. We're in the second quarter here at Seward 14, the Hastings High Tigers 7. Hastings looking at fourth down and a yard from the Seward 41 yard line. Hastings will go for it here. Vinny waiting for the snap. He's got it. He's going to throw for it. Vinny rolls out right side. He's sitting down. He goes. Back here at the 45-yard line, busting through there for Seward and making the stop was Corbin Ruth. 
So the Hastings, their inability to run the football there, Jimmy, normally that would be a running play on fourth down, less than a yard, but Hastings can't run the football against Seward. They elect to go with a pass, and Vinny is sacked on the play. Well, and Vinny didn't even have time to throw that away. That's how fast the penetration was coming. They sent a blitz from the left side of the formation, third sack of the night, and in not being able to get rid of the football, you lose 10 yards. Now you're into Hastings high territory at the 45-yard line, where Seward, with a 14-7 lead, 8-14 left to go here till half, has a first to 10 at the 45. There's a low snap to a Kraus. He takes it off the turf and hands it away across the 45 to the 40. Breaks open out of the 35-yard line running the football. Davin Breeze. Tell you what, he nearly uh, shook loose there. Took it to the house, but finally the Tigers on the defensive secondary bring him down there. At the 36-yard line of Hastings, that was a pickup of nine yards on a play, second down and one. And again, nothing flashy for Seward in between the tackles and poor tackling by the Tiger defense. Nine-yard gain, second and one. Breeze again gets the call. He's got uh, the first down. He fumbles the football, but he falls back on top of it here. Down here at about the uh, 34-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Lounks of Hastings High. But that's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they move the ball down to the 34. Very impressed with what Seward is... Gotten done so far here in this first half of play against the Hastings High defense. Only one miscue that cost them a uh, touchdown. They threw a pick down here inside their own 10-yard line. Low snap again to Kraus. Play action pass. Throws the ball down the right sideline. Overthrows his man. His man had a couple of steps. That was Craig again. The intended receiver that time back there in coverage for Hastings High was Blaine Dreer. Craig nearly got to that one for the Seward Blue Jays. That would have been six. So second down and 10 yards to go for the Jays. They've got the ball at the Hastings High 34-yard line. Seward moving right to left here in this second quarter of play. Again, the temperature at game time tonight, 86 degrees with winds out in the southeast at 18 miles per hour. Sun uh, now setting here in Seward. That's uh, good news on the far side behind the, uh, behind the trees. There's a low snap again to Kraus. They fake the ball, and now Kraus is running with it across the 35 down to the Hastings High 31-yard line. Vinny Schmidt in on the stop there for Hastings. Also Zane Bender. And now the Seward Blue Jays will be looking at another third down situation here. They're down at about six yards to go. They got the ball at the Hastings High 31-yard line, already leading 14-7 here in this ballgame. Almost looked like a broken play there by Seward as Kraus uh, looked for a, a running back, and nobody was there, so he just takes it off left side, picks up what he could. That was three. Third down to seven here for the Blue Jays. Here's a handoff to a Breeze. They just take it off of left tackle. He moves it inside the 30, down to about the 27-yard line. So Breeze carrying the ball there. Bender under the stop for Hastings High defensively. And now Seward is looking at a fourth down situation. Fourth down, we'll call it three yards to go. They're quickly up to the line of scrimmage here before the Tigers can make the adjustments on defense. Crowns calling the signals. Hastings High jumping up front. No penalty flags yet. And now we're going to have a timeout called. So they're trying to get the Tigers to jump off sides there on fourth down and three yards to go. They called a, a couple of uh, hard snap counts up there at the line of scrimmage. The Tigers jumped around, but they didn't go off sides. And there's going to be a timeout called here by the Jays of Seward. Another timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body. Located at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 626 to play in the second quarter. Seward 14, Hastings 7. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. 
Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Halftime score, Hastings Saints is say a 38, Wood River nothing. Board is out on top of Adams Central, 8-7. They're in the second quarter. We're in the second quarter, 14-7 here. Seward is out on top of the Hastings High Tigers, but Seward is looking at a fourth down and three situation. They'll go for it here from the Hastings High 27-yard line. No snap. Krause pitches the ball away. An opening across the 25, down to about the 21-yard line. That's enough for a first down as they just pitch it out here to the breeze. Took one tackler in the backfield, Jimmy, and picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. He's a good hard runner as he takes the ball down to the Tiger 21. Fifth first down, everything on the ground for Seward here tonight. For Breeze, seven carries, 39 yards. He needed one. He picks up seven. And again, sloppy tackling by Hastings High allows Breeze to get uh, loose into the secondary. Gets the football all the way down to the 21-yard line. Far side hash, 6.05 left to go to half. Root is in the backfield now with the the other Ruth as they hand the ball away across the 20-15 down to the 10-yard line. So both Ruths in the ball game there. Carrying the mail was uh, Corbin Ruth as he takes the ball down to the 10. That's another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That was a pickup of 11 yards in the play. Nothing fancy, just a, a quick shot there off of left tackle, and they move the ball 11 yards out of the Tiger. 10-yard line. Yeah, and it's primarily been in between the tackles. Uh, the Hastings High defensive line cannot handle this big front for Seward. There's a handoff again to Corbin Ruth. He spins in the backfield, runs into a lot of traffic, and he's going to be uh, brought down right there at the line of scrimmage. Zane Bender into the stop for uh, Hastings High defensively. Also in there to make the stop for Hastings. The inside linebacker for the Tigers, Michael Shaw. So no gain in the play. Maybe a loss of one as the ball is uh, back here to the 11-yard line. Now Seward looking at second down and goal from the Hastings High 11. Five minutes and 20 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, 14-7, Seward has got the lead. Low snap again to Kraus. Ruth has it, and he fumbles the football. It's loose, and the Tigers are on top of the football. The Tigers are on top of the football, and getting through there for Hastings was Connor Laux. Ruth had it bounce right out of his bread baskets there, and Connor Laux is uh, Johnny on the spot. He recovers the fumble. Down here at the Hastings High 11-yard line. Well, and a big break for the Tigers that trail by seven here with 5.09 left to go till halftime. They come up with a big stop, but uh, I don't think that uh, the running back, Ruth, really had good possession of that football once he got it from the quarterback in Kraus, and it uh, went down the turf. It went the other direction. He cut back the inside. The football bounced the outside, and Lauchs was able to get on top of it. So Hastings comes up with a turnover, second one of the night for the Tiger defense. They've got the football at the 12-yard line. Let's see if Hastings can do something with it now. They haven't done much offensively. There's an option play, and that's going to be chopped down on the edge. So they run the option play, running the football there for a Hastings high that time was a Wilkie, and he had nothing but blue shirts out there as he is chopped down on the play. Back here around the 10-yard line, so a loss of three yards on the play. Hastings high, boy, offensively. Not much there tonight uh, in the first half. Well, no, three sacks accredited to the rushing yardage, but it's a minus 10 on 14 attempts. And that option play was a stop for actually a loss of one, so it's going to be a second and 11. There's a Pfeiffer. He's going to get the call, and Pfeiffer's going to go down. Pfeiffer goes down a couple of yard loss again, making the stop there for the uh, Seward Blue Jays that time and getting a lot of help as well as number 80. Derek Holtorf was into the ball game now, just a sophomore in there for the uh, Blue Jays. 
A loss of a couple of yards on the play. Third down and 12 yards to go. The Tigers going in reverse here. Well, and they've got to get a hat on a hat up front because Seward is just getting too much penetration. Last three plays, or last two plays, have been for minus yardage. The backs have not even pretty much got the handoff before they're hit by a Blue Jay. Vinny with a slant, and that one was nearly intercepted. A little slant across the middle, and that one was nearly intercepted by Carson Core at the 13-yard line. Core catches that one, and he's in the end zone. That was a pick six. Core jumped the uh, pass route. He's the leading guy on defense coming into the game with 14 tackles. He's got an interception. He'll do the punt returning duties. He'll stand right in the middle of that white bulldog. But a big defensive stand yet again for the Blue Jays. And Hastings will have to punt up a couple yards deep. Pressure. Hastings high gets it away. End over end kick. Core at the 45. Dancing at the 43. Is at the 40. He's got an opening. He's got the 35. And he's going to be drugged down from behind there by Connor Louts. So Core brings the ball back to the 34. Now, because your inability to uh, run the football, Jimmy, you've set Seward up in great position here in your territory still with a lot of time, 3.44 to play here in the second. You're already trailing 14-7 to here in yeah, this one. Yeah, and Seward's rushed the football for almost 90 yards here in the half, but they've made it look very easy in between the tackles. Again, we talk about their offensive line. They've done a great job, and it's been aided by sloppy tackling for the Tiger defense. They've allowed the running backs to uh, break several tackles and get on downfield. Now we've got a another timeout here on the field. All right, a timeout here with 3 minutes and 44 seconds to play. A Hess Auto Body Shop timeout. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's Hastings High trailing Seward. Blue Jays 14, Tigers 7. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. 12.30 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Concordia University in Seward tonight. High school football in 1230 KHIS and also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Hastings High trailing the Seward Blue Jays, a score 14-7. Seward with the ball at the Hastings High 35-yard line. Trips set out wide to the right side, one wide receiver to the left. Krause's got the ball as he backs up, no pressure from the Tiger D. There's a pass across the middle, it's going to be incomplete. Incomplete pass, the intended receiver again for the Seward Blue Jays that time when the slant was going to be Elijah Smith. Elijah Smith back there for Seward, could not pull her down. Kate Adler back in coverage for the Tigers. Boy, and again, Kraus with a lot of time back there to go through his options. He tried to hit the man across the middle of the field, and uh, good defense there by Adler. Falls incomplete, second down and 10. Now we got an official's timeout. We talked about how easy it is to run the football against this Tiger defense tonight. Almost six yards per carry. It's pretty good. Hastings St. Cecilia continues to lead Wood River 33 to nothing. That's a homecoming game for the Hawks at Duncan Field. Good one brewing up on the Sand Hills tonight. The Ord Shannon clears out on top of the Adams Central Patriots in the second quarter, 8 to 7. We'll recap all the scores coming up at halftime tonight during our Tice Auto Care halftime show. Second down, 10 yards to go. Seward with the ball to Hastings High, 35-yard line. As the officials entered some uh, some clock problems here. They're going to put some more time on the clock. I think the play clock is messed up as well. we got 3.32 to play here in the second quarter with Seward out on top. 14-7 to here in this ballgame. 
The Jays looked like they were going to add another touchdown here in the second quarter, but Corbin Ruth fumbles the football in their last possession down there. Hastings High recovers at the 12-yard line. Now Seward has got the ball back on second down and 10 yards to go. Kraus wants to throw. Under pressure, Kraus throws the ball. It's going to be caught here at the 31. Sprints away across the 30 down to the 27-yard line. Catch is made by Logan Craig right on the sideline there for the Jays. So now a very manageable situation. It stops the clock at the 315 mark now for Seward. They're going to be looking at a third down situation. Third down at about four yards to go. They got the ball in between the 29 and the 30 at Hastings High. Well, again, Craig breaks a tackle. The initial gain was two yards. He breaks a tackle, takes it downfield six yards. Now it brings up third down and about four. Krause hands the ball away to Breeze. There's a hole again across the 30, 25 down to the Tiger 24-yard line. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So Kraus uh, carrying the ball, or rather uh, Breeze carrying the ball there. David Breeze carrying the ball, and a handoff from Joseph Kraus. Takes it down to the Hastings High 23-yard line, first down and 10 for the Jays. Now with three minutes and 10 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Ball's on the far side, Hash. Wide receiver splits out wide to the left side. Wide receiver to the right side of the formation as well. Two backs in the backfield with Kraus. He's got the ball, hands the ball away again to Breeze. Breeze to the uh, 20-yard line, falls forward to about the 19. Tackle was made in there again by Connor Louts of Hastings High. Michael Shaw of the Tigers also helping out. But again, uh, Breeze picking up about, uh, what, five yards in a play. They're not having any difficulty picking up four, five, six yards in a crack here against the Tiger D. No, averaging nearly six yards a carry here tonight. Breeze now uh, starting to accumulate some good yards, 50 one yards on nine carries. He picks up nearly five there. He's going to have another chance right here off a right tackle, and he is going to be tripped up there as he falls forward to about the 26-yard line. Or check that. Down to the 16-yard line, making the tackle there for Hastings High. Was uh, Michael Shaw again for the Hastings High Tigers. So third down and four yards to go. Just a pickup of one, they say, on that last play as they move it down to about the 17 of Hastings. Here's Kraus again. Hands away to Breeze. Breeze to the 15-yard line before he's brought down. Ball's right in the uh, center of the field here if they're thinking field goal. Bender head on the stop there for the Hastings High Tiger defense. So Breeze with a couple of carries there. Now Seward looking at fourth down. We got a minute and 50 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Fourth down and two from the Hastings High 15-yard line, and their offense stays on the field. Yeah, Blue Jays are going to go for it here. The way the easy, the ability to be able to run the football against this Tiger defense is the reason they're going to make this call. But now they're going to get a fresh five because Hastings High has jump, jumped uh, off sides. The Tigers jump off sides on the left side. That was D'Angelo Nicolarson coming on the blitz for the Tigers. He jumps the count. That gives them a fresh five and gives them a a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down down here at the 10-yard line. That was a big metal mistake there for the Hastings High Tiger defense. That is eight first downs for Seward here in the half. One via the penalty. Everything else has been all on the ground, and now you've got him set up at point-blank range here at the 10-yard line. Going to have Breeze in the backfield about six yards off of the line of scrimmage. They hand the ball away to him. He's at the 10. He keeps his feet moving down to about the 7-yard line. Tackle was made in there by counter locks of the Hastings High uh, Tiger defense. A minute and 17 seconds to play now here in the second quarter. Seward already leading by the score of 14 to 7 here in the ball game. The Jays still have a couple of timeouts to burn here as we approach a one minute to play. Right in the center of the field, second down and goal from the Hastings High seven yard line. Kraus in the backfield, waiting for the snap. He's got it, throws the ball. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. 
that is caught for the touchdown, making the reception. There is Brett Meyer. Brett Meyer gets the reception. Krause rockets it right across the middle. That's an eight-yard touchdown pass thrown by Seward, and the Jays are out on top now, 20-7. That is three touchdown passes tonight for the quarterback, Krause. Again, that one goes from eight yards out, and uh, Meyer just lined up at the wideout on the left side, just ran the slant pattern. That was too easy again. He had a lot of yardage on the defender there for Hastings High, and again, another touchdown for the Blue Jays. They extend their lead with inside a minute left to go. Here it is, Blue Jays 20, Tigers 7 on the PAT coming in a second. All right, so 54 seconds remaining here in the uh, second period. The PAT is up there. The PAT is good. So the Seward Blue Jays tack on one more here just before halftime. 54 seconds to play in quarter number two. We'll take a break with a score. Seward 21, Hastings High 7. When a customer comes into Bob Sass Flowers and sees an item that strikes their fancy, there's sort of a subtle widening of the eyes and a raising of an eyebrow that lets us know our gift selection is still unique enough to get that reaction. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers, and we continue to be the land of oohs and ahs with our ever-changing, ever-updating gift selections. Come see us. Real people, real love. Flowers and gifts from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Coming up at halftime on our Tice Auto Care Halftime Show, we've got the scoring, we've got the stats here from the first half of this ball game. We'll check in with Tony Harper, the head football coach for Hastings College. The Broncos said getting set for their conference opener tomorrow against the Tigers of Dakota Westland. We'll also check all the scores from around the, the state here tonight. Locally, Hastings High trailing here. Hastings Saints and Sale leading in their game with Wood River. The Adams Central Patriots have grabbed the lead over the Ord Shanna Clears in the second quarter. Adams Central 14 and Ord 8. So now Seward will kick off here after scoring 21 consecutive points after Hastings High got on the board early in this ballgame on an interception of a pass return eight yards for a touchdown by Austin Craig. Here comes the kickoff down along the ground. Going to be fielded by a short guy here at the 18-yard line. Back to the 20, 25, and then uh, run out of bounds over there on the far side. Returning the ball for Hastings was uh, Damon Pape. I think is the guy who brought it back there, just a freshman for the Tigers. And he brings the ball back to the uh, 25-yard line. So we've got 47 seconds to play now here in the second quarter, and the Tigers have done nothing offensively here. I wouldn't think you would take a chance and give Seward anything here, but... There we can tell. Wide receivers will split out to the right side of the formation. Benny Schmidt turns, hands the ball away. That's going to be Pfeiffer dancing his way to the 30-35 out to the 37-yard line. So a pickup of about eight yards in a play there by Pfeiffer. Tackle was made in there by the Jays, and getting downfield to bring him down was Nate Beerbaum, the 265-pound senior. That was a pickup of six yards in a play, second down and four yards to go. Line of scrimmage down to 36 of Hastings High. Vinny with the ball again, runs the option to the wide side of the field. Vinny with the ball across the 40 to the 42-yard line. He is wrapped up there. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, but Vinny Smith brought down at the 42, and the tackle is made in there by the Jays. Derek Holtorf, another stop there, a sophomore for the Blue Jays. 17 seconds to play now here in the second quarter. Tigers quickly up to the line of scrimmage, two wide receivers to the right. Vinny with the ball, surveys the field, rolls right under pressure. Then he holds it, holds it, now throws it. It's going to be caught, caught by Lauchs at the 42. He's out of bounds at the 40-yard line of Seward. 
but there's only two seconds remaining. Again, Benny Schmidt just trying to make something out of nothing there. Jimmy got away and got the ball away. Connor Lauchs on the far side of the field grabs the ball. He's out of bounds here at the 40, so maybe a shot to the end zone here with two seconds to play. Yeah, that uh, longest play from scrimmage there for Hastings High of 20 yards. They'll call, uh, Charlie will call a timeout here, and they'll set something up down in the end zone. But, again, that was all off the uh, the feet of Benny Schmidt as he rolled to the far side of the field. Again, he's uh, running for his life back there and kind of sidearms it down to Laux. He takes her down inside the 40-yard line. So, again, really the only sign of offense Hastings High has had here tonight is uh, Benny Schmidt. He's thrown for 43 yards here in the first half. Well, let's keep it right here since you've burned all the time here on this uh, timeout. Two seconds to play here in this second quarter. It's a 21-7 ball game. Hastings High is trailing Seward. Tomorrow, Hastings College football here on 1230 KJS. Don't give me that look. I'm hey. practicing up for tomorrow. Tomorrow it gets real. Hastings College football. The Broncos in Dakota Wesleyan on the air with the Tony Harper pregame show at noon tomorrow. We'll have a kickoff at 1 o'clock from... Lloyd Wilson Field. So the Tigers following their timeout. They're up to the line of scrimmage here. First down and 10. That doesn't really make any difference here, but they're on the 40-yard line of Seward. Then he'll just uh, wind up and maybe try to get the ball downfield here. Then he's got the ball. He backs up. Here comes some pressure. Then he rolls right, holds it. Now he's going to run it. Nobody open. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. And you can chalk those up for uh, Vinny's stats here as he brings the ball to the 40 down to around the 25-yard line. So a 15-yard gain. On the last play, but the Tigers uh, shut off of the scoreboard. We have reached halftime here tonight at Concordia University in Seward, Nebraska. High school football coverage on 1230 KHIS and our score to break. It is Seward 21, Hastings High 7. You're listening to Tiger Football. Gary Michaels Clothiers is not going out of business, but you wouldn't know it by the looks of the store. Never before markdowns like this. Ladies' clothing up to 90% off. Racks from $9 to $39. Everything must go. Select Brighton up to 70% off. Men's shorts, tees, polos, and sports shirts, $9 to $39. Men's leather fall and winter coats up to 70% off. Do not miss this sale. Incredible quality and unbelievable prices. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Tice Auto Care. Tice Auto Care is your full-service total car service center. Everything from tune-ups to complete overhauls. With over 40 years in business, you can trust that Mike and the pros at Tice Auto Care can keep your vehicle in tip-top shape. Tice Auto Care, located at 3rd and Denver in Hastings. Mike Will back here at Concordia University along with Jimmy Purcell. I think we've been our first uh, homecoming night of the uh, 2016 season here tonight in Seward. The Blue Jays have the lead over the Hastings High Tigers. It is 21-7. Kind of a wild beginning to the ball game here tonight. Hastings High returned the opening kickoff 77 yards. The Tigers got the ball in the red zone. They couldn't do anything with the ball. In fact, they fumbled it away there on their first possession. It was recovered by Seward. Their first play, they tried to pass, and the ball was tipped to the line of scrimmage by Zane Bender. It was picked out of the air by... Austin Craig, he returned the ball eight yards for a touchdown. 
The point after was good, so it's 10 minutes and 26 seconds to play in the first quarter. Hastings had to lead by the score of 7 to nothing, but they haven't done anything offensively in this uh, first half of play. In fact, they've given up uh, three touchdowns now on defense. Seward came right back on the next series through a screen pass, a 47-yard touchdown pass from Joseph Krause to uh, Connor Ruth as he goes 47 yards for the score. The point after was good. Tie up the score at seven points apiece. Just before the end of the first quarter, it was at Krause again connecting, this time on a 54-yard touchdown pass to Logan Craig. The point after, good. Seward had a 14-7 lead at the end of one quarter. The Jays were, were driving again late in the uh, second quarter of play. They got the ball down to the Hastings High 12 where Corbin Ruth fumbles the football away. Connor Locks recovered, so Hastings High dodges the bullet there. But then right before uh, halftime with 54 seconds to play, Joseph Krause connecting to uh, Brent Myers on a seven-yard touchdown pass. That's the way we stand here, 21-7. Seward has got the lead over Hastings High. Well, the Seward offense has looked like a hot knife through butter with this Hastings High defense in that first half. You take away that first uh, offensive series for Seward where the uh, bat pass was batted into the air. Craig takes it in from eight yards out. Hastings has done nothing offensively here in this first half, so obviously some big adjustments need to be made at halftime, and a lot of it has to do right up there with the battle at the line of scrimmage because Seward on both sides is winning that battle. We look at some numbers here, and they are brought to you at halftime by the food cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health, beauty products, general merchandise, and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street. Shop the food cupboard and save big today. In that first half of action, Joseph Krause has gone all the way for the Blue Jays. He is 6 of 11 in that first half for 122 yards. He's thrown three touchdowns and one interception. That was the one we were just talking about, the pick six from eight yards out. The Seward rushing the football. They have had several guys touch the ball from the backfield, and they've been successful. 23 carries, 105 yards, so 227 of total offense on 34 offensive plays for Seward in this first half. Leading ball carrier for the Blue Jays is Davin Breeze with 12 carries, 58 yards. The Blue Jays with eight first downs and only two penalties in that first half of action. On the side of Hastings High, again, we talked the struggles uh, offensively. Vinny has gone all the way. Vinny's numbers, five of seven passing in that first half. Very effective, but not for a lot of yards. Only 43 in that first half. The Tigers have rushed it 18 times for 18 yards. So 61 yards of total offense in that first half on 25 offensive plays. Vinny has been sacked, by the way, three times here in this first half by the Seward defense. Tigers with five first downs in that first half and three penalties. Look at some uh, individual leaders. Tate Pfeiffer leads the way rushing the football, just uh, 17 yards on seven carries. Connor Laux has a couple of catches for 36 yards, and uh, Vinny Schmidt's numbers with the sacks, only six carries and minus two yards with the three sacks here tonight. But again, Hastings High having all kinds of trouble. This is a, you look at the record, one and three Seward, you think, well, probably pretty good opportunity to get another victory here for the Tigers at two and two. But this is a good team. They played some good competition this far, got their first win against Skyler. But again, they played uh, some good ball clubs the first three games. And uh, this is a, a pretty good ball club here. They run the football very good. And Krause, the quarterback, He's uh, got some time to throw the football. He can pick you apart. So Blue Jays with a uh, lead here 
at halftime, 21-7. A lot of adjustments for Charlie and the boys at half. All right, halftime of our Tyson Auto Care halftime show here tonight on 1230 KHIS. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll check in with Tony Harper. He's the head football coach at Hastings College as the Broncos get ready to open up their conference season tomorrow against Dakota Wesleyan. We'll come back and check some scores from across the state of Nebraska as we continue here tonight. Again, our score at halftime, Seward has got the lead over Hastings High. It's Seward 21, Hastings High 7. You're listening to Tiger Football. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Discount Food Cupboard went Dear Mother Hubbard to buy her 10 kids some food. Prices so low, two carts overflowed. She had plenty to feed her whole brood. She proclaimed to the clerk, I need soap, pills, and kale. We've got that, she said, less than half of wholesale. What is your address? I must tell my friend. The smart shopper's first stop. Half the money she'll spend. Food Cupboard at 1201 South Locust in Grand Island and the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. And we'll spend a couple of minutes here on the Tice Auto Care Halftime Show. It's on with Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper. And coaches so far so good. Three wins in non-conference play, but a different ball game now. We start the, the conference season tomorrow against the Dakota Wesleyan. Kind of a, a different bag of uh, tea there. Yeah, it really is. You know what they do offensively, defensively, and what Coach Simple's been able to, to, to create up there. Um, it's a completely different program than what we've seen the previous three weeks. What have you seen in the first three weeks for us? Well, you know, I've seen some big playability from the offense. I've seen the defense be able to make some plays and, and rally to the football. I've seen special teams make some good plays, which is nice to see. Um, we just got to be able to put those things together, you know. You look at the Valley City State, the first half, that was probably the most complete half I've seen us play in a while. But we haven't put, we have not even come close to putting four quarters together yet. Offense is uh, cranking out the yards, cranking up the points. We're averaging around 40 points per ball game. The offense seems to be uh, clicking on, on, on all aspects. Yeah, you know, I think what's happened is we got a lot of older guys up out there on that side of football, especially up front. And that's, you know, we've been able to consistently keep the same starting front five um, from game one up until this game tomorrow. So that's been a huge thing. Got a lot of veterans coming back at the receiver. Got the entire backfield coming back. That shows that you can never replace experience with with youth. And uh, I'm going to make sure I remind my kids that later on as I get older. But I think that's one credit to those guys. And those guys on the on the offensive side of the football, and Coach Mo, Coach K, Coach O, and Coach Emerson, they are on the same page, and that's the biggest, biggest value face. Offensively, we just got so many weapons right now, whether it be uh, in the backfield at a uh, wide receiver. We've got two quarterbacks that are playing well right now. There's just so many weapons, and like we said, these guys seem to be clicking in all cylinders. You know, and I think the biggest thing, and I talked a lot about Cruz and Jason because I get that question a lot from you and everybody else, but they, they feed off of each other. Our running backs feed off of each other. Our wide receivers feed off of each other. There's not an animosity there. The guys are understanding that it's about the program. It ain't about me individually. It's about what can we do on this play to get better, and we just need to continue to keep that mindset because it hasn't always been that way. Cruz Samaniego and Jason Gaines will both play in the ball game uh, tomorrow. Defensively, as well as things are clicking at offense, we, we've got some problems on defense. We know that, that we're going to have to clean up uh, now that the conference season is underway. Yeah, we've got to be a lot more 
discipline. You know, we got to get a lot more um, consistent and, and on the same page in that back end, you know. Um, and I know we will. You know, losing Wesley, uh, Jardim, which I think is one of the better safeties in the league, that took a hit um, because of his leadership and how he plays. And I know Coach Delk will get that, get that thing rolling. We got to be more consistent at the linebacker with our fits. Our D-line has to be more disciplined. Um, but in today's age, you know, putting up all these points and all these yards, and it pains me to say this, it's kind of the normal thing now. But we got to get better, like you say. Going to face one of the top quarterbacks in the conference tomorrow in the Dylan Turner. Talk about this guy. I'll tell you what, he, he's a good football player. We always knew he could run, um, but in watching the Jamestown film and the Doan film um, this week throughout prep and everything like that, the one thing, two things that we noticed, he got bigger and he didn't get slower. And number two, he can throw the football very well. Um, he had a couple receivers that the ball had to be put exactly where it needed to be against Jamestown and against Doan, and it was right there on the money. So he gets a quick read on the three-step, throws a nice ball on the five-step plays. So he's really improved his game. So we talk about their passing game, but really it's been their rushing attack that has uh, killed us in the past years. They've had some big, big ball games against us. Well, they've had big, big backs too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, they've went for over 300. They went for almost 300. They went for over 200. They just do a great job with their power scheme. And anytime you got a quarterback like 15 – he, who can pull it and go, that just adds a whole other dimension to it. And I know it's not the old school true option and stuff like that, but it's more of, of the read option and things like that. we got to be disciplined, and we can't overload the box in a situation when we know it's going to be a pass down. We have to play the percentages, and we have to, to play how we practice throughout the week. This team gave up uh, 61 points last week, but don't, but they are very good defensively. i tell you what, they get after it. Their front three, those, the mutter and, and their nose guard, those guys, they, they are physical. They are big but they can get to other gaps over their linebackers play extremely well they're downhill guys they do a great job with their fits they just basically challenge you to beat them one-on-one that that's their philosophy and nine times out of ten they're going to get you um, their safeties are downhill they're always added into the box it seems like to stop the run so uh, tomorrow we have to be able to compete in the one-on-one battles can we take some shots tomorrow against this defense? Oh, I'm pretty sure Coach Mo and Coach K will do that, but we got to pick and choose when we're going to do it. You know, it just can't be a grab the thing out of the hat and, and hold on to your butt and hope, hopefully it happens. we got to make sure it's a calculated risk when we do it. Four-man front compared to a three-man front. We'll see today four-man front in the first three ball games. That's going to cause us a few problems offensively. It is until the guys get used to the flow of it. You know, that's really tweaked how we had to practice this week because, you know, in the first three games, our offense could go against our defense because it's pretty much the same type of look. And then when you take that that uh, shade out and put a different three-tech in and do some different things like that, um, we got to make sure we understand the angles that they're coming at. It doesn't seem like a big thing to just uh, average Joe out there, but really, that's a big change for you guys. If you take a guy, for example, in a, in our four two that's in a three tech generally, and you take him out and you put him down to a shade on the strong side and three tech on the weak side, that completely changes your blocking schemes. It completely changes who you're picking up on the blitz pickups and blitz reads and things like that. So uh, even when a linebacker moves from a head up over the guard to a head up over the tackle, it's still just a different angle. So we got to make sure we identify where they're at. How do we get a win tomorrow? Well, we got to be physical. We got to match their physicality. We got to take it to them. We can't play with any any fear. We got to do what we do. Um, we got to play aggressively. We got to have fun out there. You know, we got to have fun. No flips into the end zone or anything like that, though. But we just got to get out there and take care of our job. And, and I've been saying it every every day, and we're going to say it again. We got to do our job. You do your job within the 11 
in that, on that play, then we're going to be successful. It's that one eleventh average, and you focus on your job, and whatever that play is over with, you got to forget it because you'll get fixed on the sideline. You got to move on to the next one. It's worked so far. Hopefully, we can grab a number four tomorrow. It's going to be tough, but we're looking forward to it. All right, Hastings College head coach Tony Harper, stick around. We've got more on the Tyson O'Care halftime show. By the way, tomorrow's game gets away at one o'clock. We'll be on there with a pregame show at twelve o'clock noon. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. Hey, pet lovers, it's time for Mohawk's anniversary sale at B&B Carpet. Get Mohawk Smart Strand All-Pet Protection Carpet with the only warranty that covers all pets, all accidents, all the time. B&B Carpet has special pricing and financing for this sale to save you big money from now till Halloween night. Save money, no worries. What a time to come to B&B Carpet in Donovan. 1230 KHAS. Back here in Seward. High school football coverage here tonight on 1230 KHAS. You're listening to the Tyson O'Care Halftime Show. Got some scores we'll pass along to you. In Class D2, we'll start there. Second quarter, Friend and Exeter Milligan. They're tied up at 20 points apiece. You've got Bruning Davenport Shickley at halftime. Leading Pawnee City 44 to nothing. Blue Hill today has beaten Axtell by the score of 46-6. And it was twin loop over Sumner Eddyville Miller, the final of 48-12 today. In Class D1, some scores going on in the second quarter. Amherst 34, Overton 12. Superior out on top of Franklin 16-12. And Palmer is leading High Plains Community in the second quarter. It's 30-8. Got some scores in Class C2. St. Paul leading Arcadia Loop City 23-7. At last check, Hastings St. Cecilia had to lead over Wood River 33-0. They were in the third quarter. Sutton is leading Shelby Rising City 21-0. They're in the second quarter. Halftime scores Central City over Centura 21-0. Second quarter score, it's Centennial 41, Fillmore Central nothing. First quarter score, Gibbon out on top of Southern Valley by a score of 7-6. Class C1, Adams Central has got to lead over Ord in the second quarter, 14-8. Darnie Catholic all over Kozad at halftime, 39-0. Minden is uh, trailing Broken Bow. The Indians were 0-4 coming into the ballgame tonight. Minden was 3-1. Broken Bow leading Minden at halftime, a score 17-0. And at halftime, Columbus Scotus leading Grand Island Central Catholic. The score is 14 to nothing. Class B, Hastings High trailing Seward here, 21 to seven. York is out on top of McCook in a good ball game tonight, seven to three. They're at halftime. Holdridge leading Sydney. Or actually, that game is now tied up, 21 points apiece in the second quarter. And Aurora is a leading Gearing six to nothing. They're in the first quarter. Class A, Grand Island today lost to number one ranked Omaha North, 56-21. And at halftime, Carney is out on top of Fremont by a score of 34 to nothing. 
You're listening to the Tyson Care Halftime Show. Hastings High trailing this ball game 21-7. And to make uh, matters worse, the Tigers will have to tee up the pig here. They'll uh, kick off to begin the second half. Yeah, they'll have to give the football to a red-hot offense in the uh, Sewer Blue Jays. Again, 227 yards in that first half. This is a team coming in that averaged 295 of total offense, 173 through the air, 122 on the ground. Well, they've got the, their average almost uh, by both categories with a whole half of football to play, and uh, they have done a tremendous job. Everything starts up front as far as the line aspect, and they have won the battle of the line of scrimmage. Here's the uh, kickoff. It bounces at the 12. They pick it up at about the uh, 15, back to the 20, 25. Still on his feet out here to the 29, across the 30-yard line to the 31. That's where the Blue Jays will start first down and 10 for their own 31-yard line. Yeah, they did uh, just about anything they wanted in the first half. Threw the ball well against Hastings and rushed the ball pretty well against the Tigers in the first half. Scored 21 straight points. Tigers got to find some way to slow down the rushing attack, first of all. Well, they need to uh, get some penetration on the quarterback, Krause. They need to tackle better as well. This is a well-balanced offense, and they were a well-oiled machine in the first half. It is to keep the ball on the ground now. Ruth gets the first carry of the second half as he brings the ball to the 35. This is Corbin Ruth carrying the ball there. So Corbin brings the ball to the uh, 25-yard line, actually the 35-yard line. We'll give him a two yards on a play. Take five for in on the stop for the Hastings High Tigers on defense. So Seward moving from our right to our left here in the third quarter, just underway here in the second half. We're at Concordia University in Seward tonight. Home of the Concordia Bulldogs. They've got a big game tomorrow against the Doan College Tigers. They fake the ball. Here's Krause. He's in in the backfield by Bender. He can't bring him down, and then the Krause is brought down here at the uh, 35-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Hastings High, and making the stop is uh, Warwick, Bryant Warwick, who's into the ball game now. A junior defensive back for the Tigers. Third down at about eight yards to go. Seward with the ball now at the 35-yard line, leading by a couple of scores, 21-7. to Well, and I talked about Blaine Dreher early in that uh, ball game with uh, an apparent either a shoulder or hand issue, and I've I just looked for him out there. He's not. I found him. Shoulder pads are off. They're wrapping his right hand on the far sideline. So, obviously done for the night. Here's a Krause. He wants to throw under pressure. Bender is back there. Can't get to him. Now he throws the ball. It's going to be caught and dropped at the Tiger 49-yard line. In his hands, Corbin Ruth. He had it in his hands and dropped it here at the Hastings High 49. So, Seward going uh, three plays and out here on the First series of the second half, and Hastings will get the ball. The injury to Blaine Dreher is not good news for the Tigers, either offensively or defensively. And now Seward will have to punt the football away on fourth down here. Fourth down at about eight yards to go. The Tigers will send a couple of people back deep. That's the counter locks back there, deep for Hastings. Here comes the kick, and now they blow this one dead. They're going to blow the play dead before the kick. I think somebody was in motion there for Seward, so that's going to cost them five yards. Just got a better look down on that uh, far sidelines, and it is uh, his right hand they've got taped up. But, again, the, the biggest part of that is shoulder pads are off, no helmet. He's obviously done for the night. And, and as you said, he's a big weapon for Hastings. I had a 72-yard kickoff return on the opening kickoff of the game. Now we can't get a, a ruling here as we've got uh, Seward bringing their offense back out on the field. So illegal substitution against Hastings. That'll cost the Tigers five yards. And now they bring the ball up to the 40. And Seward brings their offense back out here on fourth down at about two yards to go from their own 40-yard line, leading 21-7 to here in the ballgame. Wow, Riverboat Gambler here 
40-yard line, the line of scrimmage is going to go for it here as Seward. They're trying to draw the Tigers off. Bender nearly jumps right there. And now Krause will drop back and do the kicking duties. Yeah, Krause will trying to draw the Tigers offsides and now gets away a booming a kick. Sends the Tigers way back to the 10-yard line. In the center of the field, 15-20. He's on to the 25 and brought down at about the 27-yard line. Connor Lauch bringing the ball back to the Hastings High Tigers. The Hastings will have the ball now in their own territory. They're working left to right here in this third quarter of play. Yet Hastings in that first half, not much offensively in this ball game. 43 yards through the air, 20, or excuse me, 18 on the ground. The Tigers just the inability to get any movement up front. The backs have been getting hit a yard to two yards deep in the backfield. And again, Vinny Schmidt, he's going to set all kinds of records for yardage behind the line of scrimmage running for his life but he's done a good job so far of uh, being able to flee the pursuit from the Blue Jay defense. Here's a Vinny, backs up again, throws it across the middle. It was cut by Bender out across the 40 to the 43-yard line. That baby was delivered right in the money to a Zane Bender as he hauls it in. Tackle is made in the defensive secondary there by the Seward Blue Jays. That's Jake Reeves to bring down the Bender. That's not an easy thing to do. Bender is a big, big target out there, and he lined up in the slot on the right side, just run down the near side hash, Vinny hits him in stride, picks up a nice gain of 15. That's the seventh first down of the night for the Tigers and Bender's first catch of the night. Hastings with a first and 10 at Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. There's another pass that's caught there at the 48 across the 50 to the 46-yard line of Seward. There's a pass completion there. It goes to Kate Adler. He shakes a couple of tacklers. He picks up a first down here for Hastings. So back-to-back first downs for the Hastings High Tiger offense. And Hastings has now moved the ball into a Seward territory. They'll put this one down at the 46-yard line of the Jays. Well, and already they're having Vinny line up in that pistol set, not take any step back. They're getting penetration on him in the first half. Here he's able to get the ball delivered quickly and making some nice passes. Now we got a good run up the middle by Pfeiffer. Yeah, inside handoff there to Pfeiffer as he bangs his way for a couple of yards there. Tackle is made by Kenny Sanchez, the uh, defensive end for the Seward Blue Jays. But Pfeiffer, he picks up about four yards on a play, second down and six. Just underway here in the third quarter from Seward here tonight. Hastings High trailing the Seward Blue Jays by the score of 21 to 7 here in this ballgame. Bender is your wide receiver split out to the left side of the formation. Vinny Schmidt winning here, fakes the ball under pressure again. Vinny's hitting down, he goes back here at the 46 yard line. Vinny Schmidt is knocked down on the play and getting through there for the Seward Blue Jays was Ruth, Connor Ruth, getting through there on the blitz. Brings down to Vinny another sack. What is that, three for the night, five? That's, that's No, that's four for the night. But, again, Vinny tries to uh, reverse pivot and roll to the right side of the field. Well, as soon as he reverse pivoted, he had a Blue Jay right in his face. A big, big loss, nearly seven yards there. And now the football back right in the middle of that big white bulldog at midfield. And it's a third down and long third and 14 for the Tigers. Here's Vinny with the ball again, backs up, he's got time. Now he's being pressured, rolls right side, directs traffic. Vinny's still with the ball, and he's chopped down back here at the 45-yard line. That time it was Nate Beerbaum who's been in there a couple of times for the Jays. Beerbaum brings him down right in front of the Seward bench. He's a 265-pound senior. He runs down Vinny Schmidt here on the near sideline. He's got big speed. Good speed there for a big guy. Well, again, coverage sack. Everybody downfield all locked up. Nowhere to go for Vinny. He tries to use his legs and run, but uh, the big guy can run as well, and he brought him down. Another loss 
on the play for Hastings. They look at a fourth and 13. They'll kick the football away. Core will stand at his own 15. 7.55 and moving here in the third quarter. Tigers trail 21-7. Actually, Meyer's going to drop back this time for Seward. He grabs the ball at about the 17. He's back to the 20, and he brings it out to about the 23-yard line. No, that was Core. Meyer and Core have been uh, shuttling back there. That was Core that time as he brings the ball. Never second-guess your color man as he brings the ball out here to just beyond the 20-yard line. So Seward has got the ball again, winning in this contest by the score of 21-7 to over Hastings High, 7.44 to play in the third. And again, Seward's first drive, uh, not able to get a whole lot going there offensively. Again, the Tiger defense, probably their best stand of the night defensively, but the, the offense back out on the field for first and 10. Here's the option play, and uh, Kraus is going to keep the ball. He had Breeze trailing him there. Kraus brings the ball across the 25 out to the 26-yard line. So we'll give him uh, two yards in a play. D'Angelo Nicolarsen in the stop for the Hastings High Tiger defense. But second down and eight yards to go. Seward now just controlling the clock here. We're down to seven minutes and 21 seconds to play in the third. The Blue Jays lead 21-7 to here in the ballgame. There's a running play again off of left tackle. Not much there, but some positive yardage. Running the football there for the Jays was Breeze. Breeze is uh, brought down on the play. A bunch of Tigers in there. That was a bender getting up at the bottom of the stack. Also, Michael Shaw for Hastings High. But now a short situation for the Blue Jays. We're looking at a third down. Third down and five yards to go as they push the ball back out here to the 27-yard line. Well, and this was an offense in the first half, averaging nearly six yards per carry. If they get that here, they'll have enough for the first. Quick pitch goes to Breeze, and he is uh, tipped over right at the 30-yard line. He is uh, knocked down right at the 30, maybe falls forward to the 31. That's going to be about three yards shy of a first down. So now the Jays looking at fourth down and about three yards to go. They're going to keep their offense on the field again. Maybe trying to get the Tigers to jump off sides here, which would give them a first down. Fourth down. See Breeze coming in the game for Seward. Hastings has jumped off sides one other time tonight and given the Blue Jays a first down. Now we're going to have a timeout, and they'll talk things over on the Seward sidelines. This is a Hess Auto Body Shop timeout. Stop in and see the boys at Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good. With every little timeout, we'll have more after this. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust, at 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Other scores Adam Central is leading Ord at halftime 21 15. Hastings St. Jose and now over Wood River. They're in the fourth quarter. It is 40 to nothing at Duncan Field. 21-7 here is Seward with a lead. The Jays will punt the football. Hastings Eye has a launch back deep. Signals for the fair catch. He makes it at the 36-yard line. So Hastings Eye will get things going at their own 36. Moving from our left to our right here at Bulldog Stadium, Concordia University here tonight, which turned out to be an absolutely gorgeous night after a, a sweltering heat was upon us when we got here. 86 degrees at game time tonight. Yeah, it really was. And uh, I know we've seen with the forms of media we have. I know there was hail out in the Scotts Bluff area, so you never know. One thing's to change this way today in Nebraska is uh, we've had a, a warm spell, but uh, they say going to cool down here 
this weekend. But Hastings High, second drive of the second half here, 6.07. Left to go in the third quarter. Tigers trail 21-7. Here's an inside handoff again to Pfeiffer. He's got a little bit of room as he brings it across the uh, 40-yard line to about the uh, 41. So an inside handoff there. Pfeiffer finding some running room out there. Right in the teeth of the buzz saw this uh, defense for the Seward Blue Jays. Pfeiffer brings the ball to the 41-yard line. Second down at about, uh, what, five yards to go. We'll give Pfeiffer five yards on the play. So the Tigers getting some uh, positive yardage here in the second half, something they didn't do in the first half, falling behind 21-7. to That's where we're at right now with five and a half minutes to play here in the third quarter. Vinny Schmidt in the gun. He's got the ball, rolls to his right, under pressure again. Look out. Vinny running for his life, and down he goes back here at the 36-yard line. Vinny Schmidt is uh, thrown down again back here at the 36. Antonio Gonzalez going to be credited with a sack there for the Seward Blue Jays. Gonzalez, six foot three, 195, and a junior. Six sacks on the Vinny Schmidt here tonight by that Seward defense. Well, and Hastings started out this second half with just some quick passes and was able to move the football downfield a little bit. That's really the only signs of offense they've had. Vinny cannot... Uh, Drop back and pass the, the football tonight. The offensive line is just getting beat. Here's Vinny. He wants to throw the ball again. A little quick out. Nearly intercepted again. Wow. 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 Carson Core nearly took that one back the other way. That's the second time tonight. He nearly had a pick six. He had his hands on the ball and not a man around as Vinny went with a, a quick out here. At about the 45, Core read that thing beautifully, and that was a uh, Pick six written all over that baby. Yeah, Corn Adler have gone at it all night long, and Core just jumped the route again. Had that in his hands. That would have uh, definitely been a, a pick six there right here in front of the Seward bench. But it falls incomplete. Now Hastings High with yet another punt. Breeze will drop back deep this time for uh, Seward. It's going to go to the far side. Let's field it there at the 32-yard line, and down he goes. So that's where Seward will start first down and 10 on their own. 32. They're leading in the ball game by a score of 21 to 7. There in the ball game. 32 on the punt. Connor Laux with the tackle, right after the return man caught that one. Core come out of the game. There was looking like he was experiencing some, some cramps, but they'll set up camp at the 33 yard line. 4:39 left to go here in the third quarter. Victor Sigala was a guy who was back there that time for the Blue Jays. So Seward's got the ball back here. They're on 33, and we got penalty flags all over the place as somebody moved up front again before Seward can uh, snap the ball, and it looks like the Jays are retreating here. That's going to cost them five yards. Hastings College football tomorrow. Hastings in Dakota Wesleyan. We'll have it for you beginning at noon tomorrow here on 1230 KHIS. Nebraska playing at Northwestern tomorrow. 6.30 kickoff time. Coverage begins at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon on the breeze. Airline Q 94.5. First and 15. Dropping back. Here's a pass down the left sideline. The ball is going to be caught at the Hastings High 35 down to the 30, 25, 20, and brought down there. Myers again gets behind Warwick of Hastings High. Maybe thrown right on the money there by Joseph Krause to Myers. And again, the Seward Blue Jays with a long pass. They'll set up this drive down at the 20 yard line of Hastings High. Well, and for Meyer, he is uh, warmed up. That's his third catch on the night. He's got a touchdown. That one goes for 50 yards as, again, he gets uh, past Warwick, takes it all the way down to the 20-yard line. Another big pass play for Seward. Now the quarterback in uh, Kraus with 172 yards. He's under pressure now as he rolls right side, throws the ball, and it's overthrown. 
a good thing. Hastings I had a lot of pressure to him that time. Craig was the intended receiver on the far sideline, so it's second down and 10 yards to go. So Joseph Kraus, he had thrown for, what, 682 yards coming into the ball game. Here tonight, he completed 58% of his passes, six touchdowns and an interception. He has performed well against the Tigers here tonight. Well, he really has. Three touchdowns, one interception, and that interception was the first set of downs for Seward offensively when it got tipped from Bender, and Craig took it in for an eight-yard touchdown. But other than that, he has been flawless. He has uh, done a nice job throwing the deep ball right on the money, and now we've got Hastings High jumping off sides yet again. That was a Pfeiffer here in the right end. As this guy is across the line of scrimmage, is going to be whistled for this one, an offsides call against Hastings. So instead of second down and 10, it's second down and five, and now Seward can do anything they want. They can run the football if they want. They can throw the football on second down and five from the 15. Well, and pretty much all night they've been able to do exactly that. They have done a ham and egg job against this uh, Tiger defense, running and throwing. Krause in the pistol set here. We'll take and roll to the right side. Krause stops, now reverses his field. He's got some room, 20-15, He walks into the end zone for the touchdown, and then gets hit. Out of bounds here by Warwick, and that's going to be a 15-yard penalty on the Tigers. That's a 15-yard quarterback scramble to the end zone there by a Joseph Krause. Hastings high, then getting hit with a uh, late hit there by Warwick. Out of bounds, but a touchdown there for the Seward Blue Jays, and it's now 27-7. Well, and that's just a, a mental breakdown there. Warwick was beat on the play from Meyer a couple of plays ago, and then he comes over and a blatant late hit out of bounds after the quarterback, Krause, had already crossed the goal line. He was standing three, four yards out of bounds after he'd gotten past the end line, and that's just a foolish personal foul. But now he's thrown for three, run for one, making him look like a high school Heisman here tonight. Now it's a 27-7 ball game, and the PAT pending as the officials uh, talk over with the captains. Yeah, it's going to be a personal foul on Hastings. They're going to mark this one off after the uh, PAT, so it'll go on the, the kickoff. Hastings is trailing in the ball game now by 20, uh, 27 to 7. That is the uh, first touchdown in the second half for either team. 15 yards from uh, Joseph Kraus. And here comes the PAT now by Caden Glantz, who's into the ball game. Ball is down, the kick is up, and the kick goes sailing through the uprights. It is good. So the PAT is good. We'll take a break. Four minutes and four seconds to play. We're in the third quarter of the score. It is Seward 28, Hastings High 7. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Need new furniture or a mattress set for home? When other stores say no, Furniture Direct in Hastings says yes. Yes to no credit check financing. Yes to 90 days, same as cash, or take up to a year to pay. Yes to getting your new furniture or mattress today. And yes, it's easy to qualify. Remember, the number one answer is yes. Get approved today at Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. This game under the lines brought to you by 
Hastings Utilities, a customer-owned utility serving the community of Hastings and area customers, including Junietta, with reliable, dependable service. Now, because of the penalty on Hastings, Seward will kick off from the 45-yard line of Hastings. If I was Seward, I'd go for an onside kick here. Absolutely. You've got everything going for you all night long, and they're going to just try to kick it right through the pipes. Short. Yeah. See, you don't gain much there. Hastings High will get the ball, although your defense is playing pretty well. Hastings High will have the ball in a touchback. That would be a golden opportunity right there for the onside kick. You kick off from uh, Hastings Hastings High territory following the personal foul. But the kicker for Seward, he just bangs that baby through the end zone, that glance. And Hastings will get the ball into 20. Tell you what, Seward come out in this ball game. They were ready to play. They were prepared, and they have just absolutely smacked the Tigers in the mouth so far as they lead 28-7, to 4-0-4 left to go here in just the third quarter. There's a reverse play to Louts. Louts across the 20 to the 25 to the 27. So Louts lines up with the uh, wide receiver to the right side, comes back and gets a handoff for Vinny Smith. They've kind of used that play a couple of times tonight. Yeah, they have. That uh, good for... Nearly eight yards. We'll call it nine yards. Point to me if you're choking up, buddy. I know it's a, it's an honor to be here beside me, but if you're having a little trouble, let me know. I'll take it from there. But a good game by Adler on the run off the left side. Going to bring up a second down and two here for the Tigers. Here's an inside handoff. That one goes to Pfeiffer. He's got the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he bangs his way out across the 35. Down to about the 36-yard line. The Pfeiffer with a uh, little bit of running room right there. Tackle is made in there by the Seward Blue Jays. Making the stop was uh, Jake Reeves who comes up from a safety spot to make the stop. That's a first down as Hastings High has moved the ball out to the 36-yard line. Hastings now trailing the ball game 28-7 to a Seward, a team that came in here with a mark of one win and the three losses on the year. Then he stands in a pocket. He's got time, throws the ball. It's going to be caught down here at the 40, 35-yard line down to the... 33 and making the reception there for Hastings High and a Knights over the shoulder catch for the Tigers. That was uh, Alex Schrock as he hauls that baby in. Schrock fumbled the football earlier in this uh, ball game. But Schrock hauls it in there and then uh, takes a shot, hangs on to the ball. Hastings has a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down, down here at the Seward 33-yard line. That was a great catch by Schrock, one-handed, uh, kind of over his shoulder with a defender hanging on him. Vinny Schmidt again took a shot but had the time, delivered a pass, only where his receiver could catch it. 31 yards on the pass and catch. Here's an inside handoff to a Pfeiffer. That's going nowhere. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage, and then he is uh, wrestled to the turf here by the interior of that uh, Seward defense. And the stop there for uh, Seward and making the stop there was number 52 is in the ball game now, Max Perry. Max Perry making the stop there for the Jays. So it's second down. We'll give them a, about a yard in the play. Second down, nine yards to go. Line of scrimmage now to 32 of Seward. Two minutes and 27 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Jays have the lead over the Hastings High Tigers, 28-7. to Benny Schmidt backs up. He's got time, throws it far side. Bender with the ball. He's got the first down as he skips out of bounds down here at about the 18-yard line. So they work the sidelines there to a Zane Bender as he hauls it in. Just by the first down stakes, Hastings High on the move. Tigers have not scored offensively in this ballgame. Their only score came on a defensive touchdown in the first offensive series for Seward tonight. So he sings into the red zone for the first time tonight. They get the ball to Seward, 18-yard line. Second catch for Bender tonight, 29 yards. We'll give him 14 on that passing catch from Vinny. Vinny uh, having a, a good night now, uh, throwing the football 115 yards as he directs this Tiger offense downfield. Louts comes in motion. There's an inside handoff again to Pfeiffer as he finds for running room. 
down to about the 15-yard line. They brought Lauchs in motion to the wide side of the field. Then came back with an inside handoff to Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer takes the ball right off the gut there before he's finally brought down there by the Seward Blue Jays. That's a Kenny Sanchez making the stop there for the Jays. Second down and seven yards to go. Hastings High with the ball down here at the 15-yard line of Seward. Hastings working to the end zone to our right. Vinny with the ball. There's a pass out here. It's going to be caught. Kate Adler, he's at the eight-yard line. He brings it down to the seven. Tackle is made in there by the Seward Blue Jays. Tackle is made by Carson Kaur. And now they're going to look to the far side. The officials say, yeah, that's enough for a first down as they spot the football down here at the eight-yard line. So Hastings High gets a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Down here in between the seven and eight-yard line. Third consecutive passing first down for Hastings High. Vinny now with 123. Kate Adler with a nice night. Three receptions, 36 yards. He gets the Tigers down to the seven-yard line. First down and goal for Hastings. Here's Vinny Schmidt. Looks left, looks right. Now the pass is going to be caught, but not much gain there. Down around the nine-yard line. In fact, a, a loss of about a yard in the play. They get a completed pass to a Tate Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer, the sophomore running back, grabs the ball there. But that was a loss, actually, about a yard, maybe a yard and a half. As well as brought back to the nine-yard line. Second down and goal now for the Tigers. We're under a minute to play here in the third quarter. Hastings High trailing by the score of 28-7. to One you wish would have gone uh, incomplete, but Vinny had a lot of pressure coming from the backside, breathing down the uh, back of his uh, jersey. Vinny with the ball again, fakes the ball, looks, now throws it. It's going to be delivered high in the end zone. The intended receiver for Hastings High was Connor Louse. He tried to climb the ladder in the end zone there for Hastings, but couldn't pull it in. Incomplete pass in his third down and goal. Well, and again, Vinny just uh, trying to jam that into Laux, threw the ball a little bit high. Laux went up and was able to get a mitt on it, but not able to, to bring it down. And the Tigers will look at a third down call here. The ball back at the nine-yard line, just under 30 seconds, 29 to be exact here in the third quarter. All right, Vinny will spread the field here. Schmidt's got the ball. He throws it. It's going to be off of the fingertips of Bender down around the two-yard line. So he sings high coming up short here. They bring the ball into the red zone for the first time here tonight. Now Hastings is looking at a fourth down and goal. You've almost got to go for it here. You're down by three scores, and you're near the end of the third quarter, and the Hastings High Tigers will keep their offense on the field here from the nine-yard line. Well, and you'll, you would expect maybe Bender here. He's a big target. He'll split out to the left side, draw one-on-one coverage. Adler's going to be over here to the right side, and Pfeiffer behind the quarterback, Smith. Schrock is lined up as a tight end to the right side. There's a pass in the corner of the end zone, a jump ball. Bender goes up. Bender, does he hold on to it? Yes, he does. Touchdown. Touchdown. That was great coverage back there by the uh, Seward Blue Jays back there and uh, defending him back there for Seward. It was number 12, Nate Reck. But Bender goes up and hangs on to the ball. And that's going to be a touchdown. Hastings, now what do we have here? Officials are going to confer. Wreck actually came up with a the ball. They're going to rule that a uh, touchdown. So they get a nine-yard touchdown from Vinny Schmidt, the bender in the corner of the end zone. Now Hastings High lines up with everybody to the left side of the formation. Now they come back to the center of the field, and they'll kick the traditional extra point here. So the Tigers are on the scoreboard. That's their first offensive touchdown of the ball game here in this one. They trail it by a score of 28-13. to 13. Here's the extra point. Ball is down. The kick is up. Uh, the kick is away. It is good. So the Tigers on the scoreboard on a nine-yard touchdown pass from Vinny Schmidt to Zane Bender in the corner of the end zone. 20 seconds to play. Now in the third quarter, we'll take a break with the score. Seward 28, Hastings 14. 
What style of roof best expresses your taste? Bold and contemporary or classic and traditional? You're sure to find it in the Heritage Series of Shingles from Tamco. Along with a wide selection of stunning colors to further individualize the look. Best of all, Tamco backs your shingles with the best shingle limited warranty available at no additional cost. Now that's beauty that performs. For more information, stop by Square Deal Lumber and Hardware in Holstein or check them out online at squaredeal.com. 1230 KHAS. So the Hastings High Tigers on the board. They stay in the ball game here 28-14 now here in the third quarter with 20 seconds to play. Nice drive there. Hastings finally finds a little offense here in the second half. Yeah, Hastings able to start in their own territory uh, fairly deep and take it all the way downfield at I'm not going to say I could be the offensive coordinator, but I kind of called that with the big target and Bender out there to the left side. He had all the turf to roam out there he needed. He had great coverage, but he jumps up. Big, big target brings her down from nine yards. Bender now with 37 yards on three receptions, and Hastings High tacks on seven as now we're Tigers going to kick this out of bounds, which will draw yet another flag. Yeah, so now uh... – Seward will get good field position here as they bring the ball back after the Tigers knocked the ball out of bounds on the uh, far sideline. So we're down to 20 seconds to play here in the third. Checking some other scores. Hastings St. Cecilia continuing to lead. At last check, Blue Hawks had a uh, lead in their ball game against Wood River. It was 40 to nothing. At last report, Adam Central had the lead over Ord. They are in the third quarter. Adam Central is leading Ord by a score of 21 to 15. St. Cecilia has beaten Wood River tonight. That game is now final, 47 nothing. Facing St. Cecilia picks up their second win of the season here tonight, a homecoming night. That's a Duncan Field. So now Seward has got the ball. Then it's going to go off of left tackle here as they bring it to about the 35-yard line. It's probably the final play here of this third quarter. That was Breeze carrying the ball there for Seward as he moves it from the. 35 to about the 36-yard line, and that's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. So three quarters in the books. We'll take a break with a score. Seward 28, Hastings High 14. You're listening to Tiger Football. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family. Providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Where you're a neighbor, not a number, we're custom packed. This week at Custom Pack of Hastings, get USDA Choice Bonus Beef Arm Roast, only $2.88 a pound. Fresh oven-ready ham loaf, just $2.97 a pound. And tender meaty pork country ribs, only $1.69 a pound. It's all at Custom Pack of Hastings. At Custom Pack, you're a neighbor, not a number. 1230 KHAS. Jimmy Purcell, Mike Will, back in Seward for high school football tonight. Third quarter numbers brought to you by the Food Cupboard in Hastings. Find huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more. Located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street, shop the Food Cupboard and save big today quickly for the Seward Blue Jays through three quarters, 302 yards. This was a team average in 295 per game. For the Tigers, 160. I'll get to some individual numbers after this play. There's a Krause. He throws the ball near side to Craig. It's incomplete, and it's going to bring up a third down situation. Now, third down and nine. 
Seward with the ball on their own 36. For Seward, leading ball carrier is Breeze, 15 carries, and 64 yards against, the, again, their quarterback, Krause, has thrown for 172 yards tonight and three touchdowns. Vinny Schmidt has thrown for 137 or 130 yards tonight. The Tigers have only rushed it for 30 yards here in this ballgame. The Tigers had a tough time running the football against Sydney last week. It was all on the arm of Vinny Schmidt. Uh, last week in uh, Sydney. Here's a Krause rolls to his right. He's under pressure. Holds it. Holds it. Now runs it. 35 onto the 37-yard line. So no sack here as he brought it past the uh, line of scrimmage, which was the 36. Krause finally tapped out of bounds here up around the 38-yard line. So the J- Blue Jays can't do anything with the ball here. And Hastings Eye is going to get it back, trailing by a couple of scores as we move the Game down into the fourth quarter. B. Laux and Adler dropping back deep for Hastings. We'll give you some more Hastings individual numbers. Tate Pfeiffer, who limped off the field there with 12 carries, 39 yards. Bender with three catches, 39 yards. And Adler with three catches and 36 yards as the punt is away. Fair catch called for and made here at the 30-yard line. Back there for Hastings was a Connor Laux. Again, Bender with the lone touchdown tonight for the Tigers. Again, uh, Adler with three catches and 37 yards. Pfeiffer has one catch for minus two. Pretty much sums up the uh, Tiger offense. But, again, we talked about uh, last week in that game up in Sydney. They don't get a couple of punts blocked. They probably win that ball game. But they weren't able to run the football against the the Red Raiders in Sydney last week. They had to throw the football around, and that's what they've had to do here tonight. Only 30 yards on the ground on 20 carries. Vinny has been sacked six times in the game, they're going to have to keep Vinny upright here if they intend to come back in this game. A lot of time, 11-42. They trail by two scores. There's an inside handoff as they try to get something going with their running attack. They get a yard, maybe two. Carrying the football there for Hastings High again was uh, Pfeiffer, but not much there for Hastings High, maybe a couple of yards, and that's all she wrote. So Hastings will be looking at second down at about eight yards to go. So second down and eight for Hastings. Tigers working from our right to our left. Wilkie is now in the backfield for Hastings behind uh, Vinny Schmidt. Two wide receivers out to the left side, one to the right side, and third down and eight yards to go. Vinny throws the ball far side, caught and dropped there at the 37-yard line. That's a Bryant Warwick was the intended receiver. He caught it, and he dropped it here. So an incomplete pass. That's now third down. Third down at about eight yards to go. Hastings working with the ball in their own territory, trailing by a couple of scores. Warwick, that young feller's had a tough night tonight. He's been burned on a couple pass plays, drops one there, and then he has a personal foul down here on Krause, the quarterback. And that one there falls the turf. Incomplete third down, nine, ball at the 32 for Hastings High. Here's uh, Vinny Schmidt, play action pass, wants to throw under pressure again, under siege as he throws the ball downfield. It's going to be incomplete. Schrock was the intended receiver. He's trying to make a diving catch it on the far sideline at about the 38. That, that was uh, far out of bounds there by Vinny. Again, he was running for his life under here, under siege by the defense of Seward. It's a three plays and out. He sings, I'll have to punt the football away. I would like to get uh, Vinny's numbers. I don't keep that, but the yards he has run in the backfield to try to elude defenders tonight. He's had three, four Blue Jays chasing him around in that backfield all night long. This offensive line has really had a tough go at it against this defensive front. Hastings Iowa now punt. He's going to be dreaming about Blue Jays when he goes to nappy time tonight. There's a high punt fielded into the 38, back to the 40, 45, 50 inside Hastings territory. Still on his feet to the 48-yard line and brought down there. Pfeiffer is the guy who brought him down, bringing the ball back there for Seward was Carson Core, who's had a good night. 
especially on the special teams here tonight for the Jays. So he brings the ball into Hastings territory. Does lots of football down here at the 48-yard line where it's going to be first and 10 for the Jays. They've got the lead 28-14. to 14. And now Seward can uh, work on the clock here, Jimmy. They've got a two-touchdown uh, lead, and they got the ball in Hastings territory. That's exactly what they're going to do. A couple of tight ends with a wide receiver to the left side. Here's Seward going to throw the ball downfield, and it's going to be caught and then dropped down here at the 10-yard line. That would have been a sensational catch there. Out there again for the Seward Blue Jays was a guy who burned us earlier in this ball game. Logan Craig, he had that ball, baby in his hands down here at the 10-yard line but couldn't hang on. Boy, and how Craig doesn't come down with that football because that was right on the money delivered right over the Tiger defender. Was that Laux, I think, back there deep on coverage. But, again, that's a tough throw for a quarterback. Krause, a right-handed quarterback, forced out of the pocket, pocket to the far side of the field. He's got to throw back across his body as he was going down. Boy, he's got a strong arm. He threw that one from the 40 all the way down to the 20 and right on the money. But it falls incomplete, second down to 10 here for the Blue Jays. All right, the ball is in Hastings territory. His officials got a penalty. A penalty down now. Officials coming to the near side. He didn't see where the flag was. That was an illegal man downfield. Illegal man downfield. It's going to be declined by Hastings, so they're going to take the incomplete pass. So it's going to bring up a second down and 10 situation. Now the Lions judge on the far side is going to run in and discuss something here with the crew. We're here at Concordia University in Seward tonight from the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings on an enjoyable night. Week number five for the high school football season here tonight on 1230 KHAS. The penalty here is going to go on Seward. I don't think you can decline that penalty. So the Lions judge, he comes in and uh, makes the correction. So it's going to be a five-yard penalty marched off against the Seward. I'll have to get my official referee correspondence, my uh, reference guy. I'll that's check the, that out. That's the only thing we haven't been able to come up with was, is our guy in the booth. We're going to bring uh, some sort of an official along oh, with us. Maybe maybe Jimmy Langan would like to come along to a game. First down and 15 yards to go. The ball is at the 48. Now inside handoff, big hole across the 50, 45, 40 down to the Tiger 35-yard line. Running the football right up the pipe there. A little quick hitter is going to be Connor Ruth. He's got the first down and more down to the 35-yard line of Hastings. Kate Adler into the stop for Hastings, but not before Ruth takes the ball for a first down deep into Hastings territory down to the 35-yard line. And we have had tough time stopping the in-between-the-tackle runs tonight, and that was where that one went. Right behind the right guard, picks up 18 into Tiger territory. Now they fumble the snap, picked up here by Kraus, though. Kraus running for his life, and he's going to be decked back here at the 37-yard line. So he fumbles the snap from his center, and then just picks it up and tries to make something out of nothing there. He's finally brought down at the 37. A loss of a couple of yards on a play, second down, 12 yards to go. Just by the 10-minute mark now in the fourth quarter, Hastings High trailing in this ball game by a score of 28-14. to 14. Well, in precious seconds ticking off that clock, if uh, the Tigers intend to crawl back into this game trailing by two scores, they need to make a, a stop right here. There's an inside handoff again. That's going to be across the 35, down to about the 34-yard line. Oh, Carrying the mail there is going to be Connor Ruth again. So Ruth. Rips off a first down a couple of plays ago, and then he gets the call there and picks up a couple. He moves the ball down to the 34-yard line. 
Going to bring up a third down and nine situation now for the Jays. 9.25, clock is running. We're in the fourth quarter. Hastings high trailing in this ball game by a score of 28-14. to 14. The Tigers looking to stay above the 500 mark here tonight. But now Seward going to spread the field here on third down and nine. Two wideouts to each side. Backing up is going to be Krause. Surveys, throws the ball. It's going to be tipped and intercepted. Intercepted by the Tigers at the 20. Back to the 25-30. 35 and run out of bounds here at the 40-yard line. And grabbing the ball there for Hastings High. Grabbing the ball right on the sideline was Kate Adler. I, I don't think he thought he had the ball there. He just kind of stopped. Everybody just kind of stopped. And Adler brings the ball back for Hastings out to the 41-yard line. The Tigers had the ball. Well, when Krause rolled out to the right side, he was looking for Meyer downfield, which was on coverage with Adler. Meyer went on down on a uh, down towards the end zone on a fly pattern, but Krause threw it as an out pattern. They were on a different page there, and Adler comes up with an outstanding interception, 20-yard return. Tigers dodge a bullet and got the football back. Here's a Vinny Schmidt cranks up, throws the ball down the right sideline. It's going to be caught down here at the 22-yard line. Did he stay in bounce? Yes, he did. Big, big play there for the Tigers. They come right back down the right sideline to Kate Adler. So Kate gets the interception, and then he lines up on the other side of the field, Jimmy. He just simply runs down the right sideline. Vinny Schmidt throws it up there. A completed pass, Hastings with the ball at the Seward 21-yard line. Four catches now, 74 yards for Adler. What a, He made an incredible interception, and then he turns around and makes another unbelievable catch on the, on the sidelines, brings that one down. That one goes for 38, and the Tigers are in business. There's an inside handoff again to get the ball to Pfeiffer as he bangs his way across the 20, down to the 19-yard line. Penalty flags are down. Tackle is made in there by Nate. Beer bomb, the defensive tackle for the Seward Blue Jays, but again, penalty flags are down. Penalty flags are down. Illegal procedure call against Hastings. You got to cut the penalties out here, gang. 8.46 to play. Yeah, Kate Adler intercepts the ball, Jimmy. Brings it back at 20 yards plus, and then he lines up and he streaks down the right sideline. That's a whole lot of running there. A couple of nice plays there by Kate Adler. He's got Hastings in business now. But 8.46 to play here in the fourth quarter. And that is the ninth penalty of the night for Hastings. Uh, Hastings, I wouldn't say Hastings College, not yet till tomorrow, for the Tigers. And they just, the penalties have come in untimely situations. You've got all the momentum rolling now. You get that big pass and catch to Adler, and then you jump the play and uh, cost you five yards. First and 15 now, ball back at the 26. Or 36 yard, yeah, 26 yard line. Here's Vinny Schmidt again. He's under pressure as he wants to throw. Vinny's still with the ball and he's brought down at the 26. Well, the quarterback scramble. He's brought down here at the uh, 26 yard line. Tackle is made in there by Isaiah Kotick. Kotick, a five foot nine, 215 pound junior linebacker for the uh, Seward Blue Jays. So no gain in the play. He's now looking at second down. Second down and 15 yards to go. We're down by two scores, and now the clock is ticking. Got to keep our eyes on that. Eight minutes and 15 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. 28-14, the Seward Blue Jays have the lead. Yeah, Tigers, uh, this is a definite. They must punch this in here for a touchdown if they want to crawl back in this one. There's a handoff again on a sweep play. That's Connor Louts with the ball across the 25 to the 20, down to the 19-yard line. Finally brought down there by Seward over here to make the stop for the Blue Jays was a Corbin Ruth. But again, Hastings has used that play quite a bit. Connor Locks lines up as a wide receiver to one form, one side of the formation and comes back and gets a handoff on the reverse play. Connor Locks with some good speed. Takes the ball now down to the 18-yard line of Seward. Hastings will now be looking at a third down situation. Third down and about 
Seven yards to go from the 18 of the Blue Jays here in the fourth quarter. Hastings with wide receivers left and right. There's a pass caught down here. That's Adler at the 12. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Hastings with 7.15 to play here in the fourth quarter. 18-yard pass and catch to Kate Adler. He was lined up in the slot. He went down about six, seven yards. And then Vinny just simply pulled out a center, took a couple of steps, and fired the ball right on the money. And Adler did it all the all the uh, the rest of that was all on Kate Adler. He did a great job sidestepping traffic down the sidelines. Takes it in from 18 yards out. The Tigers are in business. PAT pending here. They will just trail by one score. All right, 7-15 to play. Here's the extra point. It is up there. Seward nearly got there, but the PAT goes through the uprights. It is good, so the Tigers back into the ball game here. 7-15 to play in the contest. We'll take a break with a score. Seward 28, Hastings 21. Hastings Utilities encourages its customers to use precious water supplies wisely. Only water lawns and shrubs when they show signs of needing moisture. Watering in the early morning hours allows more water to soak in and less to evaporate. Give the lawn a good soaking when you do water. Watering lightly on frequent occasions prevents grass from developing deep roots and makes lawns more susceptible to disease. Hastings Utilities, a municipally owned utility serving the community of Hastings and area customers, including Junietta, with reliable, dependable service. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. Now's the time to get your vehicle into Tice Auto Care for a winter checkup. Winter driving can take a toll on your vehicle, and it's important to make sure it's ready to take on the cold weather. Tice Auto Care can check your brakes, hoses, and fluids so that you're ready for the tough winter driving. Stop by Tice Auto Care and visit with Mike and the crew about your winter vehicle checkup. They're ASE certified at 3rd and Denver in downtown Hastings. Maintenance is cheaper than repair. 1230 KHAS. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here in Seward, 28-21. Hastings down trailing the ball game. Here's the kickoff, finally fielded here by Breeze. Check that another new guy back there at the 25-yard line, and he's going to be uh, brought down into play. Bringing the ball back that time was Zachary Ellingson for the Blue Jays as he stopped here at the 25. Now the Hastings defense, Jimmy, you need a three-play and out. Stop here defensively, and Hastings still with a lot of time, 7-0-7 to play. And the Tigers all of a sudden, thanks to Kate Adler, back in the ball game is 28-21 Seward. Well, and that was a definite must drive. The Tigers needed to punch that in. And, wow, Vinny Smith's found a new friend here tonight in uh, Kate Adler. Adler unofficially five catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Vinny Smith has thrown for 186 yards. Again, the Tigers have not been able to rush the football at all now through the ball game. They have run for 39, 39 yards. It has all been done. Off the arm of Vinny Schmidt, he's done a great job. Now the Tiger D needs to stand tough. Here's a Krause. He's going to hand the ball away. Just going to go straight ahead there. Running the football is a Corbin Ruth. Remember, it was an it was an Adler interception that set up that drive. Then on the very next play, they just throw a 38-yard pass down the right sideline to Kate Adler. A couple of plays later, Vinny Schmidt says, why not? I'll throw it again to Kate Adler. 18-yard score, and the Tigers are back in the ballgame. And you don't think Seward's probably going to do anything flashy here. They're just going to try to take some time off the clock, although Kraus dropping back to throw here. He's under pressure. Kraus is holding it. Kraus is uh, approaching the 29-yard line, and he's brought down there. Kraus is brought down to the 29. Tackle is made in there by Michael Shaw of Hastings High, the linebacker for the Tigers. Now this is uh, this might be the play of the game right here, Jimmy. We're down to six minutes and 20 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Seward has got the ball on their own 29-yard line, and it's third down. 
Third down at about seven yards to go for the Jays. Well, and you got to be, uh, you got to know where Meyer is. He'll be to the right side, and it'll be the other wide receiver that's caused problems, Craig, to the left side here for the quarterback, Krause. Krause has got the ball. He's going to fake the handoff. He is hit in the backfield, and down he goes at the 30-yard line. Hastings High holds on defense. Zane Bender brings down the quarterback, Krause, after he fakes the ball up inside. Hastings brings down the quarterback, Krause, at the 30-yard line. Three plays and out, and now Seward will have to put the football away. Hastings with a chance to tie the score here on this drive. Wow, and uh, since the second half has started, the uh, the line job by the defensive front of Hastings, they have done a much better job here against this Seward rushing attack. Here's the, uh, the punt. It's going to come to the near side. Adler fields the ball here at the 35-yard line and falls to his knees back here at the 35. So that's where Hastings High will start. Now the Tigers have the ball. Hastings High has got three timeouts left. They're down by seven points in the ball game, a 28 to 21, with 5:25 to play here in the fourth quarter from Concordia University in Seward. Well, and if you're Seward, you got to be concerned about Kate Adler. He's got the hot hand now receiving, but then uh, Bender's had a good game so far. Uh, Dreher, with his injury being out, it uh, falls on uh, the shoulders of Connor Laux. There, Laux has had a couple of nice reverse carries here in this second half of action. So we'll see what Charlie dials up here. 525 left to go. Tigers trail by seven. All right, it's going to be a Vinny. Empty backfield now. Sprints out right side, throws the ball down the right side. He's got a man out there. It's grabbed at the 35-yard line, 30, 25-20. Out raises a defense into the end zone for the touchdown. That is Kate Adler again. Adler this time goes 63 yards for the touchdown, and Hastings is within one point of tying this baby up. Kate Adler was the wide receiver on the far side of the field. He simply just run right past his uh, defender, and then Vinny rolls to the right side. Vinny's been under pressure a lot tonight. He had some penetration coming, but he was able to force it downfield. Adler had three, four yards. That was just an easy pass and catch there as Adler takes it in. Adler having a huge night now. Adler with 152 yards and two touchdowns on the night, and the Tigers have drawn to within one point down to this PAT. Unbelievable. we still got 5-14 to play. Ball is down. Kick is up. The all-important extra point goes through the pipes. It is good. We are tied. Five minutes and 14 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 28 and Seward 28. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. 1230 KHAS. All right, here's a kickoff by Hastings High. Going to be returned here by Seward. That's Ellingson. 
Bringing the ball back as he brings it to the uh, 26, 27 yard line. First down and 10 now for the Jays in a tight ball game of 28 apiece. Well, you talk about a tale of two halves. I had a fork in the Tigers at halftime, and I think uh, you as well. They weren't able to stop the run, they weren't able to stop the pass, they couldn't run the football, they couldn't give Vinny protection. Well, they've eliminated a lot of them problems here in this second half, and Vinny has been able to get by with just the short passes, not keeping the football in his hands that long. But Kate Adler has come on and really had a huge second half. Vinny has thrown for 206 yards just in this second half. Here's Krause. He picks that snap up off of the turf, rolls right side, holds onto the ball. He's back to the 15, throws it into the bench here. Of a Seward, incomplete pass. Trying to get it over here on the near sideline to Corbin Ruth. Kate Adler again over here in coverage for Hastings High. Adler is all over the place. Yeah, is there more than one Kate Adler out there? He's caught, uh, again, six balls tonight for 158 yards, two touchdowns back-to-back. He had the interception to set up the the touchdown prior to that. Had good coverage there. Again, Vinny, we talk about his numbers, 249 yards through the air. Again, the Tigers haven't been able to run it, but it doesn't matter. They've been able to get the, the wide receivers loose in the Blue Jays secondary, and 459 left to go. We are knotted up here in Seward. There's a Krause again, an inside handoff, and that's going to go absolutely nowhere. Well, the Tiger D all of a sudden is uh, rising to the occasion here. They had three plays and out in the last series for Seward. That was uh, Ruth carrying the ball there, Connor Ruth. He gets it to about the 28-yard line. Hastings now looking at a third down and eight situation here on defense. Well, and a much better job between the tackles. That is where Hastings was suffering in that first half. They were giving up almost six yards a carry. Since then, 1.3 is all that the Seward offense is mustering up. So definitely some big changes. A good job. Michael Shaw has also had a big night in there at the middle linebacker. Here's a pass that's thrown down here. It's going to be grabbed here by Ruth. Ruth at the 35, slipped the tackle of 40, 45, 50, inside target territory to the 48-yard line. Hastings had that play stopped, Jimmy, but Ruth gets away, slides between a couple of would-be tacklers and takes the ball into Hastings High territory down here at the 48-yard line. That is a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. That is the 12th of the night. That play goes for 23 yards, and you're exactly right. Just got a man out in space and able to avoid a couple of would-be tacklers for Hastings, and he gets it across midfield, first down, Clock moving, more importantly, 4.06 and counting. And here's Krause going to hand the ball away there. That's a Corbin Ruth. He takes it off a bluff tackle as he moved the ball down to about the 41-yard line. So down to about the 41. Inside four minutes to play now. It's 28 to 28. As far as uh, kicking is concerned, Caden Grant is their field goal kicker. He is two for two on field goals so far this year. But Seward would definitely need a lot more yardage here to give him a priority a game-winning field goal. We're down to three minutes and 38 seconds to play here in this one. Kraus with a ball. Kraus is going to hand it away. That just uh, goes straight ahead down to about the 40-yard line. Ruth again carrying the ball there for the Seward Blue Jays. But now Seward will be looking at a third down situation. Third down at about two yards to go from the Hastings High 40-yard line turned into a, a great football game here tonight. Well, it really has. It was all Seward in that first half. And again, uh, more importantly, the clock going to start running here. We're going to be at about the three-minute mark when this snap takes place. Big, big third down and two call here for Seward. Browns under center this time. Turns, hands the ball away. And sprinting forward for a couple of yards, and he should have enough for a first down. That's Connor Ruth. He was hit again, Jimmy, in the backfield, but just uh, shook the would-be tackler and springs forward. He only needed about two yards. He gets about three as they move the ball down to the Hastings High 
37-yard line, first and 10 for the Blue Jays. And just a four-yard carry, but a big, big carry. You get the first down. That is the 13th of the night. And more importantly, keep that clock a-running. Still a tie ball game, but they're on the move. They're into Tiger territory at the 38. There's an inside handoff again between the uh, two tackles and the Tigers. They're waiting for him right there. Not much there. A yard, maybe two on the play. Carrying the football there for the Seward Blue Jays. As they continue to shuffle those guys in, and that was Connor Ruth back in there as he moves the ball down to about the 36-yard line. It's going to bring up a second down situation, second down and about to eight to go for the Blue Jays. We're down to two minutes and 20 seconds to play now here in the fourth quarter. Browns again is going to hand the ball away to Ruth, and that time he is hit in the backfield, and down he goes. Back here at the 39. That was Corbin Ruth carrying the ball there as he is knocked down back here close to the 40-yard line. So now that was a loss of a couple of yards on the play. And now Seward looking at a third down situation. I'm surprised they haven't taken some shots, Jimmy. It's a tie ball game. And Seward now going to call a timeout here. They've got a timeout brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street in Hastings to get your vehicle looking good. With every little timeout, we'll have more right after this. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 12:30 KHAS. Hastings Saints Jose has beaten Wood River tonight, 47 to nothing. Up at Ford during the fourth quarter, the Shannon Clears now leading the Adams Central Patriots, 22-21. And we are tied up here at 28 points apiece. A minute and 51 seconds to play in the fourth quarter from Seward tonight. The Blue Jays have the ball in Hastings College Territory, Hastings High Territory. I know. I'm I'm ready for tomorrow as well. Down at the 39-yard line. So it's third down at 11 yards to go for the Jays at the Hastings High 39-yard line in the third down. The ball is going to be snapped over the head of Krause. The ball is loose out here at the 48-yard line. A big, big pile up, and I think. Krause is going to be back on top of the ball. But now, Seward is going to have to punt the thing away. Clock is running with a minute and 40 seconds to play. The Tigers have three timeouts left. Use one right here. Yeah, he seems he's going to burn a timeout right here. The snap was over the head of Krause. He had to go back and cover it up. Hastings nearly got to the ball back here at the 48-yard line. No timeout from Hastings. Quickly into the punt formation will be the uh, Seward Blue Jays. This will be Logan Craig as he stands back to his 40. Snap is low. Craig gets the ball away. High kick. Hastings High comes up, signals for the fair catch, and makes it. Lauchs at the 20-yard line. Hastings will have the ball with a minute and 13 seconds to play. Connor Lauchs with the fair catch right about the 20-yard line. They'll spot it down at the 21-yard line. So the Tigers with a 28-28 tie here with 113 left to go. And tell you what, if I'm Seward, I want to know where number eight is because he has torched the Blue Jay defense here in this second half. And talked about Vinny. He'd only thrown for 43 yards in the first half. He's thrown for 206 here in this second half, and it's all been on the hands of Kate Adler. But he's got a couple of weapons out there. you got to think Seward knows that Vinny's going to try to get this football in the hands of Adler or Laux. He's split out to the right side. There's Vinny inside handoff as they give the ball away to Pfeiffer. 
But neither team looks like they want to win this game. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you've been moving the football downfield the second half off the arm of Vinny Schmidt. You've only run, rushed the football for 39 yards all night, and you try to run a trap play with uh, about a minute left to go in the ballgame. And it nets you a minus one yeah. as the ball is pushed back here at the 21-yard line. It looks like the Tigers are just playing for an overtime session here. In fact, they send a couple of wide receivers out to the right side. Bender's your wide receiver to the left. Then he's got the ball, sprints out right side, throws the ball. It's going to be caught. That's going to be Kate Adler with the ball. Jukes the guy at the 30, 35, 40 down the sideline, 45, and he is out of bounds. So he's out of bounds at the 45-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Nice bit of running again by Kate Adler. Now Hastings can think points here, Jimmy. We let a lot of time roll off of the clock there, and that's a last possession where we ran the football. We're down to 29 seconds to play now in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you go back and throw that football to Kate Adler, and on that play he picks up 25 yards. Beyond my thinking, the way we would try to run a trap play, but then we come up with a big play to Adler. 29 seconds left to go. Seward needs to be aware of where Adler is. He has just burnt them all night long. Hastings now in a first and ten. Here comes pressure. I think the Tigers were in motion. They took off a half a second before the uh, snap there. So illegal procedure on Hastings. So let this set the stage. 28 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. We're tied up at 28 points apiece. At one time, Hastings trailed 28-7 to in the ballgame. But all of a sudden, we have found the likes of Kate Adler out there. He has done everything for Hastings High here in the second half. And that's going to be a five-yard penalty, and the Tigers brings the ball back to the 41. Adler might drive the bus on the way home. He's uh, unofficially now at 183 yards on seven receptions, two touchdowns, an interception. He is, uh, he's done a whole bunch here. He was held in check in that first half, not one catch. First and 15 from the 41-yard line. Vinny with the ball under pressure again, throws it here on the near side. That's going to be incomplete. The intended receiver over here for Hastings was Connor Lauchs, and now we're down to 20 seconds to play. Can he change oil? I think I need my oil change in my buggy. Can Kate Adler do that? I'll tell you what, if he can, I'm sure Pops can. Yeah, second and 15 Boy, now. I'll tell you what, Kate has, uh, again, had a, a tremendous night here. He's even had, as a look at my stat sheet, two carries for 14 yards when they bring the receivers in motion and hand it off to him. So he's... Uh, He's had a tremendous ball game. We've got several candidates coming up for our player of the game, but we've still got a game to decide here with 20 seconds left to go. So Hastings still wicking with the ball in their own territory at the 41. This is second down and 15 yards to go. Vinny with the ball, backs up. He throws it. It's going to be caught here by Schrock. He's across the 45 to the 50. Inside Seward territory down to the 47-yard line. That's still going to be short of a first down. Now the Tigers got to burn a timeout here with nine seconds to play. We're in Seward territory. Down here at the 47-yard line, Hastings has got to move it down to the 44 for the first down. So the Tigers will be looking at a third down and three situation. We're inside the Seward territory now. The field goal kicker for Hastings. You can't even think about that right now, but no. it's, uh, it's uh, Blaine Dreer. But he's, he's out. Yeah, he's out on the sidelines. So that ain't good. Alex Pedroza would be the other guy into a kick for Hastings. Can Kate Adler kick? I know he can kick. Probably can. I don't think they've probably run him through, through any practice uh, as a kicker. But, uh, again, uh, just looking at some more numbers here, Vinny has had a tremendous night again. Threw for 43 yards in the first half. Now in the game, Vinny has racked up 287 yards. Before this baby's over, he'll be well over 300 yards on the night. But, again, the Tiger rushing attack uh, at 30, 38 yards. 
Hastings for the second consecutive week having problems rushing the football. But here we go. Third down, four yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the Seward 47-yard line with 12 seconds to play as they put three seconds back on the clock here. Hastings comes up with wide receivers left and right. The ball is on the near side hash mark. One lone setback just to the right of uh, Vinny Schmidt. That is Pfeiffer. And now Hastings wants to burn a timeout. Tigers wanted to see what Seward was going to set up defensively, and now head coach Charlie Shoemaker calls a timeout. So we'll take a break. Brought to you by Hess Auto Body of Hastings. 12 seconds to play, fourth quarter. Hastings 28, Seward 28. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. There we go. Fourth down, or actually third down. Third down, four yards to go. He sings with the ball at the 47-yard line of Seward. 12 seconds to play in the ball game. We're tied. Vinny Schmidt rolls right, unloads. The ball is going to be caught here at the 42, across the 40, 35-yard line, down the sideline, 30, 25, and he's run out of bounds with four seconds to play. Guess who? That's a Kate Adler again. Catches the ball, makes some nifty moves down the sideline. Now, Hastings can throw a shot into the end zone from here, Jimmy. We're at the 24-yard line of Seward with four seconds to play. 311 yards now on Finney Smith's arm. 24 yards on that pass and catch. A great job by Adler trying to get out of bounds. Here we go. Hastings High is going to kick it. From the 31-yard line, this will be a 41-yard field goal attempt. Alex Pedroza, the ball is going to be blocked and it's picked up by Seward. The ball is loose and it's going to be brought down at the 35-yard line. Well, that's your defensive specialist that got in there for Seward in core. He has done a lot defensively for the Blue Jays tonight, but he's able to get around the corner and take it right off the sneaker of Pedroza. And we have come to the end of regulation. I can't fault the... uh, the thought of trying to go for a, a game-winning field goal there. But, again, we're going we're gonna to see overtime here for the first time this season. So Pedroza tries a 41-yard field goal at nine seconds to go. It was blocked by Seward. And we're headed for the overtime session now here this evening at Concordia University. We'll sit, so we'll take a break. Four quarters in the books. The score is Seward 28, Hastings 28. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. 
Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at Concordia in Seward. 28-28 is the score if you're just joining us. Hastings High scored first. Seward then rattled off 21 points in a row. They led 21-7 at halftime. Seward scoring midway through the third quarter of play. They make it 28-7, and the Tigers come roaring back thanks to Zane Bender and also uh, Kate Adler. Hastings scores three touchdowns to tie up the game at 28 points apiece. And then the Tigers had one last shot here. Alex Pedroza has a 41-yard field goal blocked with just seconds left in the ball game. It was recovered by Seward. Time runs out, and we are headed to an overtime session. Boy, we haven't had one of these for a while. No, I, we were talking here at the break. Not even sure how uh, <laughs> the high school overtime uh, overtime works. It's It's been quite some time. Boy, we've talked about... Uh, what a football game that Vinny Schmidt has had. Vinny's thrown it uh, 26 times tonight for 311 yards. Kate Adler, eight receptions, 207 yards. Adler with a couple of uh, touchdowns here on the night. Uh, he's also had a couple of uh, rushes tonight for 13 yards. He's had an interception in the game. And, uh, boy, what a what a great job by Hastings High, though, not to uh, give up at halftime. They just having a hard time stopping the run, the pass, everything Seward was doing offensively, they could not stop. And, boy, they come out here, and then uh, Vinny heats up with his arm and starts unloading some short passes, lets these receivers do the rest with their legs. And uh, this has been a, a wild, wild ball game here in Seward. Other scores, Ord is leading Adams Central in the fourth quarter, 22-21, up at Ord tonight. Acing St. Cecilia has won their homecoming game at Duncan Field, 47 to nothing was the score there. Sutton is leading uh, Shelby Rising City. The score is 34-20. to They're in the fourth quarter. Central City out on top of Centura, 36 to nothing. Gibbon, the last check, was leading Southern Valley early in the ballgame, 7-6. Wilbur Claytonia, they keep rolling. Boy, 49 to nothing today over Humboldt, Table Rock, Steinauer. Donovan Trumbull, they... Tune up for Hastings St. Cecilia next week with a 66 to nothing win over Sandy Creek. Centennial beat Fillmore Central tonight, 54 to nothing. St. Paul winners over Arcadia Loop City by a score of 37 to 21. After the ball game tonight, we'll have our player of the game. We'll have our coaches post game show. Then we'll get you into the rush seating and air conditioning scoreboard show. All the scores from across the state of Nebraska here today. Couple of Class D1 games going on. Amherst is leading their ball game over Overton tonight. As uh, we get you an update on that as the captains are meeting in the center of the field here. As we get this overtime session underway. Fourth quarter score, Amherst 49, Overton 18. As uh, they continue to play. Also in Class D1, Superior. Winners over Franklin tonight are actually in the fourth quarter. Superior 40, Franklin 12. They've got the Cats going down there at Superior. Nebraska Christian winners over Nebraska Lutheran tonight by a score of 50-14. to A couple other scores. Friend 
has uh, got the lead over Exeter Milligan, 44-32. They're in the fourth quarter. Lawrence Nelson with a lead over Giltner, 16-14. They're in the third quarter. Scoreboard update is brought to you by Furniture Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any beauty rest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture Direct just south of the Sonic Drive-In in Hastings. Get online at FurnitureDirectHastings.net. All right, the captains have met in the center of the field. Looks like we're going to play two to left here. It looks like Hastings, Hastings is going to get the ball first. I don't know quite what was going on down there in the middle of the field, but uh, I think there's a there, little there, rest there, period. There, yeah, there was a, a lot of laughing going on. I know Vinny Schmidt might have been uh, one night only yeah, down man. there at midfield. He he had the officials laughing, and they were having a, a pretty good time down there. All right, so Hastings is going to get the ball first. They'll do this like a college football. So Hastings will get the ball first, and then uh, facing scores. Well, regardless, it'll be. Uh, Seward, they'll get the ball, but they'll start from the 10-yard line instead of the 25 in the college ranks. They'll start from the 10-yard line, so Hastings will have a chance to stuff it in here in the overtime period. Well, and I tell you what, the momentum right now is heavily on the side of the Hastings High Tigers. you got to think that uh, Vinny's going to be looking for Kate Adler. They've had uh, just a tremendous night. Bender's going to be lined up over here, the wide receiver position on the left side. There's a handoff, inside handoff. There's going to be Pfeiffer across the five. He pulls his way into the end zone for the touchdown on the first play of overtime. Pfeiffer takes it in from 10 yards out, and Hastings High has got the lead. Unbelievable. They run a draw play with Pfeiffer up the middle of the field. The Tigers had only run for 30 total yards in the game, and Pfeiffer rips off 10 right there, opening play. Nice seam up the middle, and Pfeiffer, two hands on the pig, takes it into the end zone. Now the Tigers go ahead. They'll line up for a traditional one-point kick here as they lead 34-28 in overtime. Pedroza will kick. These are all important extra points now. High snap. The ball is down. The kick is up, and Pedroza nails the point after touchdown. So the Hastings High Tigers have got the lead in overtime. And now Seward will get a chance to score for the 10-yard line. We'll take a break. We're in overtime. The score, it is Hastings 35 and Seward 28. Discount Food Cupboard went to your mother Hubbard to buy her 10 kids some food. Prices so low, two carts overflowed. She had plenty to feed her whole brood. She proclaimed to the clerk, I need soap, pills, and kale. We've got that, she said, less than half of wholesale. What is your address? I must tell my friend. The smart shopper's first stop. Half the money she'll spend. Food Cupboard at 1201 South Locust in Grand Island and the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, Seward's now got the ball. Here's a handoff here, and that's going to go uh, nowhere. They're trying to bring it to the uh, near sideline. That's uh, Connor Ruth. And Damon uh, Pape again uh, comes over here and uh, makes the stop for Hastings high on defense. That was a loss of two yards. So now Hastings has the lead. We're in overtime. It's 35-28. to 28. If the Tigers can keep Seward on the end zone on this series, Hastings will win the game. Coming back from a huge deficit, 28-7 to here in the second half. Three wide receivers split out wide to the right side. There's Kraus. He's got the ball. He backs up. He's under pressure. Kraus has still got it. Throws the ball into the corner of the end zone. Incomplete. Over the head of Myers in the corner of the end zone. Back in coverage for Hastings, a guy who's been burned a couple of times tonight. Bryant Warwick for the Hastings High Tigers defense. Well, and that was the same play that they hit Meyer on the slant and scored in front of uh, 
Uh, Herrick here earlier in this uh, in this ball game as uh, Meyer was lined up at the 10-yard line, just cut it down the middle of the field, but good coverage downfield there by, I think I said Herrick, it's Warwick, but then uh, Meyer cut it back to the outside. They nearly connected there in the corner of the end zone. Ball falls incomplete. Now it's going to be a third down, third down for Seward. Third down and goal from the 12-yard line in overtime. Hastings High has got to lead 35-28. And now they play, they blow this one dead. I think this is going to go on Seward. I think they were moving up front. Wow, that's what you not you don't want that in the overtime session. Unbelievable. Hastings High was guilty of uh, three or four offside penalties that give Seward a fresh set of downs in the first half. Things have just completely unraveled for Seward here in the second half. And Hastings High has been able to regain their composure. And they've come back and played a tremendous ball game. And now Seward looks at a huge third down call. The ball is back out at the... What, 17-yard line? Here's Krause. He backs up. Here comes the pressure. They set up a little screen over here at the 20-yard line. It's caught it. Down he goes at the 21. They set up a little screen here to Connor Ruth. And look at the white shirts over here for the Hastings High Tigers getting in there to make the stop. For Hastings was a bender. He was over here. A couple of guys. Austin Craig was over here for Hastings High. And now it's fourth down, Jimmy. It comes down to this. Fourth down and goal from the 20. Well, and although changes uh, have been made for Hastings High here in the second half, they have done a tremendous job with their players in tackling. They tackled so poor in the first half, they have done a much better job. That was a great open field tackle there by Bender. He held on to the receiver, and uh, then the help came backside. That was a loss of two. It's a fourth down call here. This is a ball game from the 20-yard line. Now, as expected, we'll get a timeout by Seward. All right, timeout, Seward, brought to you by Hess Auto at 208 West South Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. We're in overtime. Hastings with a lead over Seward. It's the Tigers 35 and the Blue Jays 28. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. 1230 KHAS. All right, high school football action here tonight. Been a dandy here in the Seward. It's going to come down to this. Fourth down goal from the Hastings 20-yard line. Overtime, Hastings with a lead, 35-28 over Seward. The Tigers have come back from a 28-21, or actually a 28-7 deficit. Here's Krause from the 20. He's got the ball, backs up. He's got time. Krause rolling to his left. Holds it. Holds it. Now throws it across the field. Back the other way. The ball is going to be caught and then dropped at the two-yard line. The Tigers win the game. The Tigers win the game. They threw it back across the field to Logan Craig, who had the ball at the two-yard line. It was jarred loose by the Tigers' defensive secondary. It falls to the turf, and Hastings High wins the game in overtime, 35-28. to And if I'm not mistaken, that was Kate Adler coming in. He was playing center field back about six yards deep in the, the end zone, come running out of there. Crouch was flushed out of the pocket. He ran all over the field, but he ended up over here on the, on the uh, Seward sidelines, just threw it across the the field there trying to make something happen and it falls to the turf what a ball game tigers escape with a 35 28 victory so hastings high will stay above the 500 mark the tigers will go to three wins and two losses on the season a hard fought come from behind victory tonight for the hastings high tigers as they beat seward in overtime final score 35 28 tigers back with more after this 
Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Need new furniture or a mattress set for home? When other stores say no, Furniture Direct in Hastings says yes. Yes to no credit check financing. Yes to 90 days same as cash or take up to a year to pay. Yes to getting your new furniture or mattress today. And yes, it's easy to qualify. Remember, the number one answer is yes. Get approved today at Furniture Direct behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. Wind and rain can cause real damage to an old roof. But when you replace it with Tamco Heritage Series shingles, you can look forward to something else, peace of mind. That's because Tamco offers a complete roof solution with the shingle styles and colors you want, plus the coverage you need. A limited warranty that offers the longest upfront protection available. For more information, stop by Square Deal Lumber and Hardware in Holstein or check them out online at squaredeal.com. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here in Seward. The Hastings High Tigers come from behind to beat the Seward Blue Jays tonight, 35-28 in overtime. Again, the winning score on the first play of overtime, a 10-yard run by Tate Pfeiffer for Hastings. The Tiger defense then held in the overtime session, and the Tigers get out of here with a 35-28 victory over Seward here tonight. Tigers coming back from a early 28-7 deficit in the third quarter. So the scoring in the ball game, Hastings High returned the opening kickoff 77 yards. They got down inside the 15-yard line of Seward, but then fumbled the football away. It was recovered by the Blue Jays. Then on their first offensive play of the ball game, they had a pass that was intercepted by Austin Craig. It was tipped down here, and he returned it eight yards for the first score for Hastings. The Tigers jumped out on top seven to nothing. That was all Seward in the first half. They got a 47-yard screen pass from Joseph Kraus to uh, Connor Root that went to 47 yards to tie things up at 7. They then got a 54-yard touchdown pass from Kraus to Logan Craig. Seward led 14-7 at the end of the first quarter. In the uh, second period, it was Seward taking the ball deep in Hastings' territory. In fact, they had the ball down there at the uh, 12-yard line when Corbin Root fumbled the football away. It was recovered by Connor Lauchs. So Seward still had to lead 14-7, but they tacked on one more just before halftime. On a seven-yard touchdown pass from Krause to uh, Brent Myers, it was 21-7 in favor of Seward at halftime. The Blue Jays tacked on uh, one more touchdown, this on a 15-yard run by the quarterback Krause with 4.04 to play in the third quarter. That made the score 28-7. Then all of a sudden, the Tigers uh, woke up. They got a nine-yard touchdown from uh, Vinny Schmidt to Zane Bender. To make it a 28-14 ball game going into the fourth quarter, Kate Adler then got loose. He picked off a pass. Very next play, they threw a 38-yard pass to him down the right sideline. Then a couple of plays later, Vinny Schmidt found him again, this time on an 18-yard touchdown pass with 7.15 to play. The Tigers with within 7 at 28-21. Seward then goes three plays and out. Hastings got the ball back. Why not go back to Kate Adler again? 63-yard touchdown pass from Schmidt to Cade. One after touchdown was good. That tied things up at 28 points apiece. Hastings had a chance at the end of regulation on a 41-yard field goal attempt. It was blocked, so they went into overtime. Hastings scoring in the first play of overtime from uh, Tate Pfeiffer of 10 yards. PAT was good. Then the uh, Tiger defense holds, and uh, Hastings gets out of here with a 35-28 victory here tonight. Look at some final numbers here in the ballgame. They brought to you by the food cupboard in Hastings. 
Food Cover uh, brings you huge discounts on groceries, health and beauty products, general merchandise, and more located at the intersection of Highway 6 and D Street. Shop the Food Cupboard and save big today. For the Seward Blue Jays in the game, their quarterback, Joseph uh, Krause, goes all the way. His numbers, 9 of 22, 192, three touchdowns, and one interception. That interception very costly as Craig intercepts that and takes that into the end zone. Actually, two interceptions. Cade Adler had one in the second half. Rushing the football tonight, the Blue Jays, 43 carries, uh, 153. So a total of 345, a total offense for Seward in the ball game on 13 first downs. Look at some individual uh, rushing leader. They're one uh, guy to speak of, Davin Breeze. He carried it 15 times for 64 yards. On the side of Hastings High, we talked about at halftime, 61 total yards for the Tigers at halftime, and they turn around and completely rip up the Blue Jay defense. Vinny Schmidt's numbers tonight, 18 of 26, 311 yards, three touchdowns. Two of them go to Adler. The Tigers rushed it 25 times for 48 yards, so 359 of total offense in the ball game. 15 first downs for Hastings High. They also had 10 penalties in the ball game. Look at some individual leaders. Again, we talked about Vinny's numbers. He threw for 311 and three touchdowns. The go-to guy tonight, Cade Adler. What a ball game. Adler with eight catches, 207 yards, two touchdowns. He had an interception that was key late in this ball game. Zane Bender had three receptions, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Blaine Dreer had uh, just one reception before his injury, and Connor Lauchs had a couple of receptions for 27 yards. The leading ball carrier in the game, Tate Pfeiffer, had 14 carries, 50 yards, but he had that all-important go-ahead touchdown of 10 yards in overtime. But the Tigers escape here in Seward with a 35 to 28 victory. What a wild, wild ball game here in Seward. All right, so Hastings Iowa wins it here tonight, 35-28. Stick around. we got the player of the game coming up next in the coaches' post-game show. You're listening to High School Football. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches' post-game show on your Hastings link to local high school sports, 1230 KHAS. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night. And Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. It's time now for the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Back here in Seward, Hastings High wins it tonight, 35-28 over Seward in overtime. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. And Vinny Schmidt, 18 of 26 today, 311 yards, three touchdowns. Tate Pfeiffer, he scores the game-winning touchdown in overtime. 14 carries and 50 yards, he scores the touchdown. Kate Adler, again, eight receptions, 207 yards, a couple of touchdowns, had an interception on defense as well. Zane Bender, three catches, 37 yards. And then on defense, you had a lot of guys that stood out over there for Hastings High. Uh, Michael Shaw was just uh, one of them who played a great ball game as a a linebacker for the Tigers. But one guy really took over the game. He's going to be our player of the game. We'll tell you about that coming up next. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Our player of the game tonight for Hastings High will be Kate Adler. Eight receptions, 207 yards, a couple of touchdowns. He also got the interception on defense to set up the uh, the drive there at the end of the ball game. So Kate Adler is our player of the game tonight. Hastings High escapes in overtime tonight over the Seward Blue Jays. The final score of 35-28. to 28. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Tiger Football. You've been listening to the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Up next on 1230 KHAS. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Now, back to the broadcast booth with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here in Seward. Hastings High wins it tonight in overtime, 35-28 over the Seward Blue Jays as Hastings head coach uh, Charlie Shoemaker will join us on the uh, post game show. And Coach, wow. What a ball game uh, here tonight and up and down the contest for you guys. Uh, just talk about the ball game and the result. Well, I, I, I'm just real proud of our kids. You know, they just they just kept fighting. Nothing was good. Nothing was pretty in the first half. And I don't even want to know what the stats were. They were pretty minimal. But uh, um, we just kind of stuck to it and just kept going and kept going. And then defensively, we made some stops. We got some points on the board. And, and then all of a sudden, that fourth quarter, it was like these guys turned on a new – a new light, and, and we were ready to go. Now you guys were uh, dead in the water at 28-7 to, to seven in the third quarter. Then, then what happened? Did, they, did you guys make some changes? Did they make some changes, kind of backfired on them, or what? You know, I don't know. I mean, I just – we got our short passing game going. We were throwing on time. That was, that was a big issue for us in the first half. We were under duress a lot, um, but we kind of tightened up and went some max coverage or max protection in the, in the third quarter, and we got the chains moving a little bit. We had a couple decent drives, then we stalled out, but then – you know, defensively, we started to buckle down a little bit and did a better job. We tackled better. I thought we really struggled in the first half uh, tackling. We were flying around and diving, and um, we finally started to rally some guys to the ball. So I think just a combination of all of that. And, and then, uh, man, just that last quarter and a half, the heart of our kids was just amazing. Yeah, you talk about the first half numbers. Only 61 total yards is what I had you down for. You guys, you rep for a total of 359 in the game. We talked before we went on just a tale of two halves, how, uh, you know, just poor tackling, poor blocking in the first half. It was a completely different changed ball club out there the second half. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like we were in shambles in the first half. And, uh, you know, we went in and, and uh, we made a few little adjustments, just reminders more than anything. But it was more of a discussion about, you know, where do you want the program to go? What do we want to do? And, that, and that's what we decided in the second half, apparently. Then uh, Kate Adler just uh, kind of took over. It was uh, like it's, 
it's going to be on my shoulders. Uh, give me the ball there in the, the last quarter and a half. Yeah, I tell you, we like the matchup that he had over there, and um, we just kind of kept running the same thing and changed up the formation a little bit and added a few wrinkles to it, and uh, he made some plays, and Vinny threw it on time, and uh, he had time to throw it, so it was just a combination of all great things. And then defensively, we just we had a lot of three and outs after that too. You talk about Vinny throwing the football around again. You struggled running the football again tonight. Only uh, 48 yards is what I had you down for. You struggled last week against Sydney, but boy, Vinny erupts uh, again, 311 yards. Mm-hmm. I thought in the second half he was throwing, uh, taking a lot less time getting rid of the football as he was in the first half. Yeah, we, we had discussions about that, and um, you know we kind of showed him some clips and just like you know one, two, three, get that thing out. Let's get it out. Let those guys get the ball in their hands and and make some plays, which is what they did. Again, uh, defensively, you guys uh, stumped up your game in the second half, and uh, then you go into the overtime session. Uh, you decided to run the ball, and all of a sudden it was open. You took it into the end zone, so you kind of crossed up. Uh, Stuart, what was uh, thinking about uh, keeping the ball on the ground in that first play? Well, we, we had kind of opened up our trap a little bit in the second half. It was kind of there. Um, I don't know. You know, maybe it's just uh, one of those deals. We, we'd thrown the ball so much, I, you had to try a little bit. I was kind of hoping to get half, you know, get halfway down there and then have some things to do there, but uh, I was certainly glad that we got it all the way in. What about, what about at the end of the, the ball game? Yeah. Uh, were, we, were we playing for overtime? Did you? What was the thinking there in that, that last series that you had? A little bit of both, honestly. I, I thought uh, we had a play called, and then I called a timeout. We were going to go a little deeper with it, um, and then the alignment they gave us, I just wanted to get that first down, and if nothing else, you know, we could just run that timeout and, and uh, not have to worry about giving them another possession. Fortunately, Cade made a great play, and, and we had an opportunity. And, um, you know, they brought an extra guy over on that field goal, PAT, and the guy was close all night. Everything was the same, and he just made a nice play. Seriously, can Pedroza hit one from 41? Uh, I don't know, but he was he was certainly uh, smoking the ball before, before warm-up, so I was going to give him a chance. And uh, he, he's an excellent kicker, and I'm, I'm glad we got him out this year. So what's this win do for you guys? Boy, you were down at 28-7. to yeah. We had you uh, dead in the water. But, boy, a win like this can go a long way. I, I just think it's great for our confidence. It's great for our program. Uh, you know, these kids, they should be very proud tonight of the way they played in the second half. They should also learn of the way they played in the first half. You know, that, that's, that's kind of the tale of it. But uh, I'm just super proud of our kids and our coaches. We put them in the right position. And um, it's just been a great night for Tiger football. All right, good show for us tonight. Thanks. Thank you. Charlie Shoemaker, the head man for the Hastings High Tigers. Again, Hastings escapes out of here in overtime, 35-28 to 28 over Seward. We'll take our final timeout. We'll come back right after this. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946. 65 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Cully Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you're building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street. Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Evenings and Saturdays by appointment. Cully Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. So Hastings High wins it tonight, 35-28 in overtime. Again, the uh, winning score was a Tate 5-for-10 yard run in the first play of the overtime session. Hastings gets out of here 35-28. Hastings now 3-2 and two on the seasonal play again uh, next Friday night. I think Alliance is uh, next up for the Hastings High Tigers, followed by a ball game against the uh, McCook Bison. We've got uh, Hastings College football for you tomorrow here on 1230 KHAS. Hastings and Dakota Westland gets underway at 12 o'clock noon for the uh, pregame show. It'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff tomorrow as Hastings takes on Dakota Westland. 
Stick around. we got more uh, post-game coverage coming up. We've got the Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning Scoreboard Show. All the scores from week number five of the high school football season coming your way next. For Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Seward. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football on 1230 KHAS Hastings has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.